the high spin, and they didn't get the block. The ferry fields it at the 34. 35. 40. It's a block. 45. Midfielding down the groove. Oh, he's got an opening. 30. The 20. The 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go flag it on the field, and Ferry brings it all the way. Is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and C925 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z925 Sports Guy, Ted Patel. Well, hello again, everyone. You are listening in live today from historic Wilman Field in Owasso, Michigan, as the Trojans will take on the Lake Fenton Blue Devils in a Week 5 Flint Metro League matchup. It's homecoming 2019, and because of the nasty weather in the forecast and what we just saw, uh, game time was moved up three hours. We had a little bit of a lightning delay here in pregame warm-ups, but we're coming up on the kickoff, and we should get this one in, including... According to our weather guy here, Captain E-Man. We're coming to you coast to coast, live on Z92.5 and Z92.5.com. Tune in radio and on Three Point Podcast at Three Point Pod. The opening kickoff and start of this evening's game is right around the corner. But first, take a close listen to Captain E-Man and our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Z925 football is uh, sponsors. Our high school football sponsors are Alderman's in Lennon. I was a little too excited and worked up at her. Allaby and Brewmaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Vex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, uh, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddies, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, KP Auto Body. Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance. Well, that's a tongue twister right here. Uh, Schluck Beyer, Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors. I hope I got that right. Schluck Beer. Schluck Beer. There we go. I was close. Uh, Signature Ford, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, because of the early start, we had to bring in the A-team here and Captain E-Man for his second appearance this season, and glad you were able to make it. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll have a good game. The field has actually held up pretty well, and we had a downpour there for a while after that initial sighting of lightning and uh, thunder. Yeah, it looks like it's still a little misty out there. I could be wrong. could be just my window, but it looks like it's just misting a little bit. field, uh, actually, looks really good. Well, shame it has to happen on homecoming, but that's the way she is here in Michigan. Now, to kind of set the stage for you, uh, the Trojans probably played their worst game of the season last year against an undefeated Ortonville-Brandon squad. Trojans lost at 70-21. to Bright spots in that game. Quarterback Hunter Blaha finished passing for 83 yards and a couple of touchdowns. His brother Colton had 83 yards on the ground on 13 carries, also had a 35-yard TD catch. Noah Kreitz had a 15-yard rushing TD and also a 35-yard six-pointer. Lake Venn, on the other hand, won a squeaker. They downed Clio 30-28. to The Blue Devils scored the game winner on Reed Shoemaker's third touchdown pass of the game. With four minutes left, he hit Mike O'Brien with a 48-yard strike on fourth and 14. The Lake Fenton quarterback finished 7 of 13 for 170 yards. Had also to go with those three touchdown passes. 
three two-point conversion passes. So he had a solid game, and we're going to be keeping an eye on him as this one goes along. He's a five foot nine, hundred forty-five pound sophomore. Really has come into his own for the Lake Fenton Blue Devils and their head coach Marty Borski. Also, Jimmy Hamilton, a solid game. He ran 19 times for 84 yards and had a one-yard dive for a touchdown. Well, it looks like the captains are on the field. They're going to shake hands. We'll find out which team will receive. Before we do that, take a few, take a listen to a, a few words from our advertisers. And there's nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans in Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock and on sale. These hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Alderman's on M13 in Lennon is a proud sponsor of high school sports online at aldermans.com. Caldwalder, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Safe by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem. Auto Owners Insurance Agent, CLH Insurance, at 200 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance is a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle and wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. Well, Lake Fenton won the toss, elected to defer until the second half, so they will kick off and defend the south goal here. It'll start two defensive ends, 215-pound senior Jimmy Hamilton on one side, Alec Moser, a 200-pound 12th grader on the other. The inside tackles, Ben Munzer and Eric Ward, Ward a 290-pound senior. They also have a flex man that's going to be rotating all over. Gibson wears number 75, a six foot three, 320 pound junior. The linebackers are Gavin Dolliver, Nathan Lacoute, Nathan Luke Calcala, and Andrew Heron, and Walker Ridgeway, Zach Kuhn, and Kyle Wright will be in the secondary. I'm Ted Fattel with Captain Eman, and we'll be right back with the kick right after this at the studios. The Shoe Sensation in the Wasilee Shopping Center presents Shoes for Pods this Saturday from 10 until 2. It's your chance to help the Shiawassee Humane Society and pick up your next best friend. Shelter pets will be up for adoption, and they're just waiting for their forever home. Plus, you can save 10% on all Bobs for Dogs from Skechers Shoes. A representative from the Shiawassee Humane Society will be on hand collecting much-needed supplies like non-clumping kitty litter, cleaning supplies, and bleach. And you can also help them by making a cash donation. All proceeds go to the shelter. Plus, register to win a free pair of Bobs for Dogs from Skechers. The Shoes Sensation Shoes for Paws starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 2 in the Owasso East Shopping Center. It's never been easier to adopt a shelter pet and you can help the Shiawassee Humane Society by donating too. It'll be a doggone good time for a great cause. The Shoe Sensation Shoes for Paws, Saturday 10 till 2 at the Owasso East Shopping Center. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. 
Lake Fenton's two and two on the season, two and zero oh in the Flint Metro League Stars Division. The Trojans still got the Ziggy zero oh and four in, overall and zero oh and three in the Flint Metro League. Offensively for Owasso and their head coach Devin Pringle at one uh, offensive tackle will be 235 pound senior Lonnie Hewitt getting the start tonight on the other side, 310 pound junior John Saffy. Parker Hassan will be one guard along with Gideon Millar. The center will be Dylan McCallum. Keegan Potter and Branix Pecos will be at the end positions. The halfback, Taylor Lamro, along with Colton Blaha, Brett Hudacek, will get the start at the fullback position and back at quarterback, Hunter Blaha, the six foot one, 200 pound senior. Now, I just want to say, go ahead. I am excited to see the Blaha brothers in action right here live. I hear it every time I'm driving home and, I, and we're broadcasting Owasso, I always hear Blaha, Blaha, Blaha. Now I want, I, it's going to be good to see them in action. Well, you're going to get first-hand look here from the catbird seat. You mentioned it in the ride over, and uh, we're going to definitely see what they can do. Taylor Lamro and Hunter Blaha, number seven deep for Owasso. Now you know what we're talking about, too, and we uh, sort of whined about the uniform numbers. Very difficult to see, aren't they? Yeah, they are. The dark yellow trim, I would like to see a lot brighter like the band uniforms. Well, and it's blue on blue. We can yep. see Lake Fenton's about as easy as can be. Oh, yeah. Solid royal blue. So they got the white uniforms, royal blue helmets. Royal Blue Numerals, and we're about to get underway. It's uh, kicked off by Mike O'Brien, a low squibber. Hunter Blaha fields it at the 20-yard line. Actually, that's Lamro. Comes up to the 25, across the 30, brought down at about the 32. So it'll be Hewitt, Payson, McCallum, Millar, and Safi up front. Hunter Blaha will be the quarterback here. Awasa wearing the navy blue unis with the Michigan winged helmets. A little bit different look, though, with white stripes and the gold front. Hunter Blaha looking over the line now back to the huddle. Some of the crowd coming back in. According to the Doppler radar, hopefully the weather will hold up. Trojans with that T formation instituted by Coach Pringle. Both ends are tight. Straight T in the backfield. Lamro, Blaha, and Hudacek. Hunter hands it off. It goes to Lamro on a power play, trying to get around the left end. He is stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Ben Munzer and Jimmy Hamilton, the first couple of players there for the Lake Fenton Blue Devils. Lake Fenton on the season has, uh, they took on Cadillac in week one, lost by 10. Ida in week two, a six-point loss. And then they down Corona, an exciting one, 28-22 in week three. And then they're coming off a 30-28 to win last week. Second down and ten. Just underway this early start from Wilman Field. Homecoming here for the Trojans. We'll talk about that as we go along. T formation, double tight ends. Going left to right as we see it here up in the press box. They'll run the power play to the right side this time. Blaha with the carry. Gets it across the 40-yard line. Makes it a manageable third down. That was Colton Blaha on the carry. So it's Brett Hudacek. Lining up at fullback, Colton Blaha and Taylor Lamereau are the halfbacks. Hunter Blaha, number seven, the 6'1", 200-pound senior quarterback, gets the play from the sidelines. Third down and a long two. Owasso has it at their own 43-yard line. Blaha looking over the line of scrimmage. They get set. It looks like Lake Fenton challenging them to pass. They have 10 of the 11 players in the box. 
Here's the handoff counterplay coming this way. That's Colton Blaha with the first down. Second effort got it for him as he takes it across the 45 to about the 47. Finally brought down by Andrew Heron. Alec Moser also in on that tackle for the Blue Devils. Well, they moved the chains there, E-Man. You think Hunter calls Colton little brother? I'm not. I'm actually. I'm not sure which one's older, <laughs> but I'm sure they've had a few skirmishes. <clears throat> T formation, double tight ends here for the Trojans. They move the chains first and ten near midfield at their own 47-yard line. Hunter Blaha looking over that line of scrimmage. Quick pitches to his brother Colton. He follows his brother on the main power play, and Colton takes it across midfield to about the 47-yard line of Lake Fenton. Moser was in on that tackle along with Nick Ellison. Ellison coming out of the lineup right now. Second down, six yards to go here for the Trojans. Initial drive of the game. No score here from Wilman Field. 9.25 to go here in the first. Overcast, rainy afternoon here in Owasso. A lot of schools rescheduled for tonight. Hunter Blaha rolls to his left. Throws a little flip pass out. He had his brother, Colton, wide open on the left flat. They totally caught Lake Fenton that time flat-footed, but he just overthrew it. I'm sure he'd love to have that one back. Yeah. It looked pretty good. They're looking pretty good on this opening drive. Well, that was a good play call by Coach Pringle and his staff on that one. Stops the clock with 9.13 to go in this scoreless tie. Third down and six. Owasso has it at the Blue Devils' 48-yard line. T formation, double tight ends. Trojans wearing all blue, driving left to right. Dick Cena, our head referee here tonight with the white hat, and we just had a Lake Fenton Blue Devil jump into the neutral zone. I'm not sure it was a hard count or not, but Alec Moser jumped into that lane, so now it makes third and one coming up here for a while, so much, much more manageable. And I would guess at this stage of the game, even if they're stopped, it's got to be four down territory when you're still looking for that first W of the season. It's a rainy afternoon, wind coming a little bit out of the southeast. You don't see that very often, so that'll kind of slow down those storms coming from the west. We got a whole lot of trouble coming on later on tonight. T formation, double tights. This time they hand it off to their fullback. Keeps nice. the legs charging, moves the line, has a first down straight up the gut. Think that was let's double check who that was. That was Hudacek, the fullback. With the first down try. Hudacek's tough to bring down. He's a 5'11, 205 pound twelfth grader. Yeah, them I think I can I think I can motor to go and hand that one. Yeah. So they move the chains. They take it inside the Lake Fenton 40-yard line where it'll be Owasso with it, first and 10. Clock starts back up, 8.35 to go in this scoreless first quarter. Power play it goes. Lamro going around the left end. It is Blaha, the quarterback, leading the blocking and a nice nice kind of screen block that time to enable Lamerall to get around that left end for good yardage. Walker Ridgeway, the sophomore cornerback, brought him down along with Gavin Dolliver. But he got a five-yard carry on that try. You don't see much fancy here in this Trojan offense. This is old-school T-formation football. Really was instituted back in the 40s. But uh, if you run it effectively, you block like you're supposed to, and you carry out your play fakes, it can be very effective. And it uses a lot of time if you can grind out four yards a try. And they're, they're making it work so far, so looking pretty good out there. 
Second down now, about five yards to go for Owasso. They offset the backfield this time, handed off to Colton Blaha, and he is stacked up at the line of scrimmage. They stripped the ball away at the last moment, but the referee is going to say he was down. Eric Ward there in on the hit, the big 290-pound nose tackle. Also, Moser was there and on that hit. There are a couple of big boys on the League 10 team. Yeah, we were talking about number 75. I mean, he's listed at 320, but uh, he looks pretty solid. There's a couple of them over there, a couple over 300 pounds. They're big boys. Yeah. So third down and five for Owasso. Four down territory. They have it at the 33-yard line of Lake Fenton. It's a Saturday, or it's actually a Friday afternoon matinee. They moved up the game time three hours or so to try and get this one in before the predicted major weather comes. Deformation. It's Hunter Blaha keeping it himself, trying to get a block, gets the corner at the 30, and goes out of bounds at about the 26-yard line, and that's enough for a Trojan first down. Good play call, good speed there by the Owasso quarterback, Hunter Blaha, and he gets a first and 10. Well, we appreciate you tuning in to the castle. I'm imagining we're having quite a few listeners here today with the inclement weather. And we do appreciate that. And we also would love you to tell our sponsors when you hear their spots. Next time you're in their business, tell them how much you appreciate these games on the radio. T formation, first and 10, Owasso from the 26. Counter play goes up the middle this time. I think that was Noah Kreitz on the carry. Kreitz takes it down to the 20-yard line, brought down by number six that time, Mason Skinner for the Blue Devils. Takes it just inside the red zone at the 19. Second down, about four yards to go here for the Trojans. Impressive drive so far. Very impressive. We might have to keep that in mind for the drive of the game a little later on. No score. Wasso on that initial drive, though. Here's the handoff. It goes to Lamro. Darts into the secondary. Should have another. Owasso first down. Taylor Lamro with the carry. Good blocking up front by Parker Hasten and Lonnie Hewitt. And that'll move the chains again. Very impressive, time-consuming drive here. Almost using up half of the first quarter so far. That moves the ball down to about the 13-yard line. Trying to knock it into that south end zone. First and 10, Owasso. Double tight ends. T formation. Here's Colton Blaha. Cuts back against the grain. Spins inside the five. Down close to the three. And it's going to be close to another Trojan first down. Very nice spin. These guys are looking very hungry tonight. Yeah, they, I knew coming in, they probably could play with this team after seeing some of the comparative scores out there. And You know, when you get licked and give up 70 points, I've got to believe the practices this week were a little bit scrappy. <laughs> I hated that one when, when I was playing. When you'd beat bad, you boy, them stairs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you knew the practice was going to be a little rugged. <laughs> Second down and a yard. He came up just a yard short. Hunter Blaha, oh, a little mix up in the backfield. He does hand it off. I think he's got a touchdown. Looks like the ball, no, he got close, but it's just short. That was Brett Hudacek. But it does give the Trojans first and goal. The rain's starting to come down a little harder right now, E-Man. Devin, go ahead. Devin Pringle trying to wave his quarterback over to get the play call. i got to believe here. 
you maybe run a quarterback sneak and maybe another one after that if you don't get it, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, quarterback sneaker. One yard away, even less than a yard. 5.18 to go here in this first quarter, an impressive first quarter for the Owasso Trojans. Hunter takes it, follows his center into the end zone, but you know what? I think they jumped. They got a little too anxious. And I think the referee got it right, too. They just jumped the line of scrimmage, and that touchdown waved off, and now they got to start over again from the six-yard line. And those are the kind of mistakes that will just drive a coaching staff insane. Unforced errors like that. I mean, look at it. You have a half a yard to go. There's no need for anybody to jump if it's a quarterback sneak, and it was the on the far side tackle, for goodness sakes. You're just following your center right into the line. But after that uh, game last week, you want to be the first one to score. So Right. But, yeah. Well, first and goal from the six. See if they can still capitalize. They hand it off to Lamro, who slips on the turf, maybe even lost a yard on the play. And, uh, again, I can't, I can't emphasize it enough. He, you know, these kids are trying hard. The coaching staff is working hard. But when you, when you self-induce, you know, unnecessary mistakes – that's why you sit at 0-4. Yeah. So hopefully they can overcome that. If you're an Owasso fan, I guess I say hopefully, because we always have to remember in today's day and age, we have, I'm sure, plenty of listeners in the Lake Fenton area. You can find us online at Z92.5.com. Here is the handoff to Colt Blaha, running hard around the right end, gets inside the five. He was finally hauled down by Alec Moser there. Alec Moser. Also coming up was... Michael O'Brien in on that tackle. Third and goal from the four. Hunter Blah gets the play call from the sideline. 3.50 to go in the first quarter. Lake Fenton has yet to touch the ball. Impressive drive. Trojans trying to knock it in. Going left to right as we see it here, trying to take it into that south end zone. I'm Ted Patel with Captain E-Man. It's the Castle Game of the Week, Owasso and Lake Fenton. Here's the handoff to Colton Blaha. Breaks one tackle, dives up the line. Touchdown, Owasso. Colton Blaha takes it in from four, and the Trojans draw first blood and use up most of the first quarter. So Blaha with the run, four yards in. How impressive was that, E? That's very impressive. I mean, especially when you hear all the scores and, you know, not to knock the program, but they kind of get, you know, beat, uh, you know. Well, it's been a struggle. It's been yeah. a struggle. It's, it's a good way. But a, a win here today would go a long way for this program, for sure. Definitely getting a jump on the other team is a good thing. So Ted Hunt will snap it. Good snap. It's put down by Colton Blaha. The kick is up by Noah Jeffrey. And Owasso takes a 7 nothing lead with 3.27 to go in the first. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore with 1,300 trailers on 45 acres. Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection. So you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers. Plus, take advantage of their easy financing program with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, check Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. For a limited time, stop into one of Fast 80's 16 locations and purchase their unlimited monthly wash car membership 
and wash your vehicle every day for the low price of $19.95. Fast Eddie's offers oil changes at great affordable prices and preventative maintenance like transmission and coolant flushes, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, headlight replacement, and much more. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for great fall savings. Their quality products and services, Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Here's the kickoff, a short one, fielded by one of the up guys for Lake Fenton. It looked like that was Kyle Parker on the return. He brings it up across the 35-yard line. So offensively for uh, Lake Fenton at the tackles, Matt Turgeon, a 300-pound 12th grader on one side. Nathan Lucala will be on the other side. The guards are Alec Moser and Brent Munzer. Carter Forster will snap the ball. At one wide receiver will be Zach Kuhn, Ryan Morani on the other side. In the backfield at a slot position, Mike O'Brien along with Kyle Parker, the running back, Jimmy Hamilton. Quarterback, Reed Shoemaker, 5'9", 145-pound sophomore. He'll have the Blue Devils first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. Two wide outs each way, going right to left, wearing the white uniforms. Long count, now looking to the sideline, getting a play adjustment. Getting the signal, looking over that line of scrimmage. A very seasoned sophomore has been playing very well. Hands it off to Hamilton. Hamilton stacked up by the front wall. Dom Patterson, the 230-pound senior, first one there. Joining him up front, Justin Mills getting the start, getting Millar and Charles Pogue. In the linebacking positions, Colton Blaha, Ted Hunt, and Kristen Keyes. And in that secondary, Peyton Fields, Noah Kreitz, Taylor Lamro, and Jackson Unger. According to Coach Pringle, this is the first time all season they have been pretty much healthy. That could be a big, big dividend here for the Trojans. Shotgun snap, the handoff goes to Kyle Parker trying to get around left end. Has one blocker, is knifed down at the ankles. Got a few yards. Noah Kreitz came down and submarined him. Third down and almost seven. Two minutes and 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Seven, zip, Owasso. Defense looking pretty good so far. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure they had a feisty week of practice. Passing situation possibly for Shoemaker here, the sophomore. He'll send a man in motion away from us. He looks over the middle of the field, has a man open, a diving attempt by Ryan Moraney. But it's incomplete. Not a bad throw. Marini sold out and dove, but just couldn't haul it in. So it brings up fourth down now for the Blue Devils. A probable punting situation, but they're not they're not sending out the punt team as of yet. Let's be cool. Now they're coming out a little late. Well, they thought long and hard about whether they wanted to get the ball back to Owasso. So three and out if they do indeed punt this ball. Also in a position on the field at their own 40-yard line. You could try a little fake punt. The Trojans need to be ready for that. Tracy Lamro deep for Owasso. Here's the high snap, but he gets it down. A little side kick. Oh, nice. Booming spiral. Goes over Lamro's head. Goes inside the five. Is it going to make the end zone? Yes, barely. So Owasso will have it first and 10 from their own 20 right after this. That was a nice kick. Drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Did you hear the news? Studies of high school football players from five, from 50 to 60, ago, 60 years ago did not, I repeat, not show an increased risk of neurological disorders compared to their non-playing classmates. And the game now 
is a lot safer than it was then. High school sports, including football, have never been safer, and sports participation is a good part of a young person's overall education. Learn more at the health and safety page of MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. First down play, Colton Blaha gets the handoff. And is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Maybe snuck away for maybe a yard. Impressed with the Owasso faithful. Hi, Joe. Joe Ellen Smith popped up here, brought us our uh, dinner again. I appreciate that. Gave you a shout-out for that. And stick around for a, a minute if you could. You got time? All right. I got a couple questions to ask you. We got a penalty flag. E-Man, uh, read another commercial while I set something up, okay? All right. <clears throat> when Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Feral Trees Trimming and Removal. Ferrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arbitrists on, sta on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experience, equipped, insured, Ferrell's tree trimming and removal. Well, first quarter winding down, Owasso runs a counter play that Lake Fenton is all over, so the Trojan ball carrier, no gain that time. Lamron, we got Joel and Smith here just real quick, Joe been quite a day for you guys yeah, today. Yeah, it's been a busy day. We um, had a half a day with a two-and-a-half-hour pep rally, and then we had to get this game so we could start it at 4 o'clock, which actually it went off way better than I anticipated. Uh, a lot of people in on that. I've got another question after this play. Trojans going for it, third and 14 from their 16. Hunter Blaha went back to pass, breaks a tackle, throws a pass downfield. Not sure if he's past the line or not, but it's complete to Lamro at the 40. What a good play there, and Owasso has been playing inspired football here this afternoon at their homecoming, and no, he did not cross the line. First and 10, Owasso. What a connection. That gets you fired up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Taylor Lamro, he didn't play last year. He's having a heck of a season. So tell me a little bit of the background. I mean, how did you guys decide? When did the wheels start turning that you needed to reschedule? You know, it was about 9.30, 10 o'clock this morning um, that a phone call came in that said we might want to look at that because of the weather. We called uh, Lake Fenton. They were in. Our officials were in. Um, our busing people, uh, uh, Renee Secor, she actually sent buses over to pick up the Lake Fenton uh, teams and cheerleaders and brought them back over. So it was definitely a team effort. Well, that was the end of the first quarter, so stick right here. E, we'll keep it here with Joel, and you don't mind I call you Joel, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Joe, uh, you know, sometimes you get some controversy with different people too. And I saw a Dallas email. Was there was there a little uh, pushback from certain individuals at all, or everybody go along with it pretty well? I didn't hear of any pushbacks, but you know what? When you're dealing with this many people, and uh, you know, people coming in from out of town and homecoming, you're going to definitely get uh, you know a little bit of pushback. You know, and it's safety first, too. You want to get the game in. You want to at least have as good a homecoming you can on a rainy night, you know. And if you're dealing with lightning and thunder and you wait it out till 10 o'clock and say, oh, we got to cancel it tomorrow, it just ruins everything, right? It does. It does. And the weather doesn't look much better for tomorrow or the next few days. So, you know, it's just a, it's just a guessing game at this point. But right now we're looking good. You know, a little rain out there, but the thunder and lightning isn't here. And so we'll continue to play as long as that happens. Well, one quarter in the books, Joe Ellen. Thank you very much for joining us here. A You're pleasure welcome. as always. You're welcome. And we love having you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. From the athletic department, Joel and Smith, and uh, that ends the first quarter. So it'll be Owasso who has been very impressive here, Eman. Very. 
solid first quarter of play. They have the ball now. They'll be trying to knock it into that north end zone. First and ten. T formation, double tight ends. Fullback dive this time. Hudacek breaks a couple of tackles into the secondary. Has a first and ten. Actually, Colton Blaha lining up at the fullback position that time. Quick hitter. The guy's up front doing a nice job. Dylan McCann, 45-pound senior center, opening up a nice hole for Colton Blaha. How about that? Move the chains again. I was totally fooled on that one. Well, I'll tell you what, they, they, if they run this the way they're supposed to, they're supposed to all put both hands in their midsection. It's very deceptive when it's run at its best. And right now, Owasso, with all the momentum, Lake Fens had the ball once, three downs and out. Trojans have had the ball the rest of the time, 11.30 to go here in our first half. Got a little excitement going here in the booth. Yeah. Haven't had that much. Here's the handoff, a couple yards maybe, and then gang tackled by the Blue Devils. First tackler there, number 57, Nathan Lucala. That was Lamro, Taylor Lamro on the carry. We'll give him a yard on that try. 7 nothing. Owasso with the lead here. It's kind of, I like doing games when it's daylight, man. You can see a lot better. Plus, I have a little bit better energy level, too, as well. <laughs> Looks like Owasso does, too. <laughs> They're ready to play here for their head coach, Devin Pringle, today. Boy, it'd be sweet for them to get a homecoming win and their first win of the season. Looks like Hunter Blaha changing it up at the line of scrimmage a little bit. Looks like a dive play up the middle. check running hard. Crosses the 35 inside the 30. And that'll move the sticks again. You know, we're not keeping statistics here. I won't put you through that, E-Man, but I can tell you that uh, the Trojans are racking up a lot of yardage and they're racking up first and tens that much for sure. So a good job by the Trojans. They move it inside the 30-yard line on that Hudacek dive. They'll put it down right at the 27. Stick with us at halftime. We'll have our regular feature this week in High School Sports presented by the MHSAA. We'll get caught up on a few spots from our great advertisers and have second half action. And homecoming festivities will announce who the king and queen is. Here is a dive up the middle this time. And Hudacek gets nowhere as he runs right into Ben Menzer. And I apologize if I have some of these Lake Fenton pronunciations wrong. I tried to get some phonetics but uh, didn't hear back. So we'll do our best. Moonser probably is how you say it. But on, no gain on that try there by Hudacek. Second down and ten. And that's the problem when you do get kids' names on the air. Sometimes you get them wrong, pronunciations. But we do like to acknowledge every player when they carry the ball and are in on tackles when we can. Hunter Blaha running for his life and runs right into Lucala again. Also in on that hit, Jimmy Hamilton from his defensive end position for the Lake Benton Blue Devils. A loss of a couple that time by the Trojan quarterback. And he turned around and all he saw was a white ball. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden Lake Fenton has, uh, has awoken. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're awake. Let's make it that way. Make it simple. My grammar sometimes is atrocious. They might have just realized, hey, we are actually in a game. <laughs> Brannix Pecos out on the far side. They got a wingman over here. They're going to flip it around a little bit. 
Taylor Lamrell runs the sweep around the right end, and nothing there. Boy, Colton Blaha running a play fake downfield. If they would have run a little halfback option, he was completely wide open. A little transcontinental, that's what we used to call it. But instead, Lamro was brought down at the line of scrimmage. We'll call it fourth down now and 11. Four down territory for Owasso. They've had the ball almost the entire game so far. 8.09 to go in the first half. 7 nothing they lead. Fourth and 11 from their own 28. Hunter Blaha to throw. Throws a sideline and down. Up. Incomplete. Oh. It was intended for Colton, but it's incomplete, so it's turned over on downs. Back to the Lake Fenton Blue Devils. Player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show uh, following tonight's game. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Invites you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Out of the uh, shotgun, Jimmy Hamilton gets the counterplay handoff. Takes it across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. Finally tripped up by Ted Hunt and also Colton Blaha in on that hit. They're going to go a little bit to the hurry-up with the sophomore quarterback, Reed Shoemaker. Takes the shotgun snap. Again, hands it off to Hamilton around the left end. Has first down yardage and taking a couple of Trojans with him. Well, I'll say one thing about this Lake Fenton offense is they get their first first down. They're well-rested. Yeah. Owasso has really dominated the play clock. And right now, I mean, you know, it's still overcast and cloudy, but uh, it's lightened up a little bit. That's good to see. This game started right around 420. The original time that it was moved up to was 4 o'clock, but we did have a lightning and thunder attack about 30 minutes before the game time would have normally started. Man in motion coming this way. He gets the handoff. Mike O'Brien strung out, still on his feet. The Trojans coming up. He dodges one man, but then is gang tackled by the blue and gold. Boy, that looked like a little rugby scrum there at the tail end. He had about... uh, 14 bodies all trying to pull at the uh, at the ball carrier and the defenders. He looked like he was brought down by the littlest guy on the field. <laughs> yeah, also Ted Hunt was there to bring him down. Ted Hunt and uh, Jason Unger. Second down and 11. Coming up here for Lake Fenton. They trail 7-0 on Z92.5 The Castle. With Captain E-Man, I'm Ted Fatal. Gorgeous George back at the studios. And Again, kudos to the Z92.5 staff for pulling this all together. Three-point podcast will air tonight at 9 o'clock. It's normal time, basically. Here's a pass downfield. Caught. Complete. Just over the middle. Zach Kuhn got behind the secondary. And if that ball was thrown a little bit farther out in front of him, that would have been a six-pointer. But he had to wait for it. But still gets first down yardage. Down at about the 23. Best play here by the Blue Devils so far. So that'll move the chains. Nearing the midway point here of the second quarter on the castle. Quarterback 
Shoemaker gets it, hands it off this time to Jimmy Hamilton up the middle. He breaks a tackle, takes it into the end zone. A 21-yard touchdown by Lake Fenton, and they're within a point. Boy, a nice drive there by the Blue Devils. They definitely picked a couple holes on that play right there. Well, yeah, he had some blocking, didn't he? So Jim Hamilton takes it in. And they're an extra point away from tying this one up. Snapping the ball will be Carter Forster. Ryan Moraney will be the holder. And they're going to go for two. Here's the shotgun snap. The pass goes off. It's knocked down by Colton Blaha. So the two-point try, no good. But Lake Fenton on the board. They trail Owasso. Seven, six, six minutes even to go here in the second quarter. Like with any sports team, people make the difference. That's why Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is number one with expert advice, problem-solving tips, and a friendly, helpful attitude. With quality American brand name appliances like Whirlpool, Maytag, Frigidaire, and GE, plus Toshiba, LG, and many other television brands, you owe it to yourself to check out Gilbert's selection and low prices. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, Lake Fenton gets within a point. They'll kick it off to the Trojans here. We've got a pretty good ball game brewing at Wilman Field, historic Wilman Field. One of my favorite all-time stadiums to broadcast in. Just has a great feel. The fans enjoy coming out here. Of course, this was built in the Franklin Delano Roosevelt days under the WPA plan. One of about three or four stadiums in Michigan. I know Port Huron has Memorial Stadium over there. There's one up at uh, Cadillac. Very, very similar to this one. I will say it is a nice attraction when you walk by, when you walk up. It is. Here's the kickoff. Looks like that's Blaha fielding it about the 5, the 10, 15-yard line. Hunter still on his feet and then slides down at about the 25-yard line. So Owasa will have it first and 10. Check out the three-generational look at sports and pop culture by subscribing for free to Three Point Podcast, Ted the Sports Guy. Matt Burns of ESPN and Jared Fattel of Fox 17 bring you their lively and interest, interesting hot takes every week. Find the show along with Z92.5 game replays on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast sites. Well, you can listen to all our podcasts there online, but also tonight at 9 you can hear this week's. And I'll tell you what, we had a few things to say about the Wolverines, the Spartans, and the Lions. Not a lot of good things to say about Michigan, by the way. I'm just saying the Lions got their work cut out for them on Sunday. But you know what? They're in first place yeah, with the Packers' loss last night. But my Mahomie's coming to town. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> Could be ugly. Here's Owasso with it. They hand it off to the fullback straight up the gut. Gets about four yards on that try. You did say the Lions were undefeated, right? Undefeated. That's the last time you said that this early. <laughs> well, it's been a while. Brett check on that carry. I mean, yeah, they got a tie, but they're still... They still haven't tasted defeat. Wouldn't it be something if they could shock Kansas City? You know, nothing's impossible. Home game. It's it's tough to play down there at Ford Field when the crowd is into it. As a Lion fan, yes. But as my homies, my fantasy quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of torn, aren't you? Yes. Well, here is uh, Lake Fenton sending nine players up in the box. Owasso had no chance on that dive play as they were just stacked up. Lucala was there, Heron, Dolliver, also Eric Warden in the tackle. Bands coming on the field, trying to get everybody all fired up. Yeah. 
Yeah, the band, since the weather let off, they did no pregame show, but they will be here entertaining the crowd for halftime, and we're going to have a king and queen announced. When we come back from our little break at halftime, we'll let you in on uh, who the victors were here. And, of course, we got the big game tonight. They got the homecoming dance tomorrow night. It's become quite a tradition around the state, you know. You go to the game Friday night. Back when we played, I don't know if it was that way in your day, but back when I played, homecoming dance followed the football game. But now they get the whole Saturday night ordeal. Yep. Split backfield. Hunter pitches it to his brother Colton trying to get around the left end. He's going to be a long yard, yard and a half short of the first down. Actually, it was Lamro on the carry. Mason Cook in on that tackle there for Lake Fenton. Fourth and one. What do you do if you're Devin Pringle here? I've seen him do it this year before, and, of course, some coaches will do this in this situation. It seems like it's a punt situation, right, at your 35-yard line, fourth and a yard. But a lot of times, you know, you take your time here, and you get up to the line of scrimmage and try to draw them offsides, and then you just go back five yards and punt it. But let's see if the uh, Riverboat gambler decides to go for it. Hunter Blaha takes a snap. He does. It's handed off, and it's going to be paying off a first down. Noah Kreitz takes it to the 40. Got a couple of extra yards there. You know, sometimes when you have that in your mind that they might be trying to draw you off sides, you're on your heels a little bit because your coaches are saying, don't jump, don't jump. So well done there by the Trojans. It moves the chains. They can use some more clock, 340 and counting. All those times you're going to be yelled at, don't jump, 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 you jump. Right, right. <laughs> so T formation, double tight ends. Owasso going right to left from their own 40-yard line. Hunter Blahu's played well at quarterback. They're mixing it up. Into the secondary goes Colton. He breaks the tackle at the 50. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. Down the sideline, the 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown, Owasso. 60 yards by Colton Blaha. He's still running them. <laughs> he just leaped the fence. <laughs> Ooh, that sends a charge into the crowd. 60-yard run by Colton Blaha, and I'll tell you what, once he got in the secondary, there was a couple couple of players were trying to zero in on him, but uh, he carried those pads all the way into the end zone. A great run by Colton Blaha, his second TD here this afternoon. He definitely put the burners on there. Well, you said you wanted to see the Blahas in action. Yeah. You're looking very impressive. You're getting your wish. Here is Noah Jaffrey to attempt the kick. High snap, but it's down. Oh, low kick, though. I think the high snap maybe messed up Jaffrey. Hunter Blaha did a good job to put it down, but it's no good as it was blocked. The line of scrimmage had no chance at all. 13-6. Owasso, though, with the lead with 3.18 to go here in the first half. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soil, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90 octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at AppleBeeOil.com. Well, a great drive again. A short drive with that 60-yarder, but well done by the Trojans. Colton Blaha has a four-yard TD run to go with that 60-yard exciting highlight reel run there for Owasso. He's put a charge into this homecoming crowd. 
the way to respond back to giving up a touchdown. Without a doubt. Let's see if their defense can uh, use that to their advantage. Jaffrey approaches. A short, uh -oh. high squib kick here, and it's fielded up front that time by Andrew Heron, who just went to the turf. They're going to get good field position to start this drive. We'll have uh, first and ten Lake Fenton right after this. The insurance business is like football. Jacobs Insurance has added Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company to their team. They were, they were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you're paying a lot for auto insurance, get a competitive quote today. Visit Jacobs Insurance on M21 by Home Depot or online at jacobsinsurance.com. Remember Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Well, hard count there by Reed Shoemaker, and uh, one of the Trojans' interior linemen jumped offside, so it's five freebies. Clock doesn't even move. 3.15 to go here in our first half of play. Been a well-played game here, especially if you're a Trojan fan. They have come out ready to go after uh, giving up 70 a week ago to unbeat Nortonville Brandon. i got to say, look, sometimes I hear there's a lot of penalties. There's pretty, pretty decent tonight. Pretty well played. Let the men be men. Here's a running play this time up the middle. Hamilton takes the dive play, maybe a yard or so. Stacked up by Hudachek and also in on that one, Kristen Keys for Owasso. So we're under three minutes to go in this first half. 13-6, Owasso. Glad you could tune in to this one here this afternoon. E-Man, thanks for filling in, by the way. We always appreciate your efforts. Second time this year. It's almost unheard of. I woke up, and I, when I woke up and saw my phone, I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> Am I dreaming? I know. Well, here is a broken play. Shoemaker rolling around the left end, ran out of real estate. Trojan secondary. That's a, that's a coverage sack right there, as he had no one open. Shoemaker brought down over there on the far side of the field by number 21, it looked like, Jackson Unger. So it's 5 o'clock here on this Friday evening. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, your favorite home for professionally done high school broadcasts. It's no clown show here. Often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Out of the shotgun, Lake Fenton with it. First and ten, looking downfield. Here's a Hail Mary down the far sideline, a little bit overthrown. Looks like that was intended for Mike O'Brien over on that far side. Incomplete. Got decent arm strength on that quarterback. Yeah, he threw it up there, and he's only a sophomore. He's going to do nothing but get better, but it brings up fourth down and about eight here for the Blue Devils. And at 6-1, he still might have a little growth. Other team. That's Owasso. Oh. Here to help you out. <laughs> I knew it was the same number. <laughs> Yeah, I know my color schemes probably messed you up, didn't he? He looks a lot bigger than he's listed. He's listed at 5'9", 145. But he did show good arm strength there. Yeah. Punt situation. Mike O'Brien had a boomer earlier. This one's much shorter. Fair catch. Signaled for and caught by Taylor Lamro at the 35. So Owasso will have 2 minutes and 14 seconds to go here in the half. They lead it 13-6 to on Z92.5. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of you 
of your automobile needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cabolt to a motorhome, including semis and, farms and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. Call today at 99-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Well, here is Owasa with the ball. They might have got stripped. They did. It's going to be Lake Fenton with it. The ball carrier got stripped. It's recovered by Lake Fenton, and they're going to have the ball at the 40-yard line of Owasa. Well, we talked about an unforced error earlier that was a penalty on Owasso at the one-yard line, but they were able to still overcome that and knock in the six-pointer. But right now, here before halftime, they fumble it, put it on the turf, and Lake Fenton's going to have a great opportunity to tie this game or even possibly take the lead. Pretty they, good field position, too. Yeah, both teams with all three of their timeouts. Here is Lake Fenton Shoemaker with it. Steps up in the pocket, throws one over the middle of the field. Incomplete. Good pass to Ryan Moraney, but it's incomplete. I think he heard a few footsteps yeah. coming at him. <laughs> I was just going to say the ending on that one was not going to end well. No, so... It does stop the clock with 2.03 to go here in the first half, 13-6. to Owasso leads it. They jumped on the board first with 3.27 to go in the first quarter, a four-yard Colton Blaha run. Lake Fenton countered with six minutes to go in the second, a 21-yard run by Jim Hamilton, and then Owasso took the lead, a bigger lead, with a 60-yard run by Colton Blaha. There's a swing pass out on the left side, incomplete. Should be an incomplete pass and not uh, not a lateral. It's a good defensive stand so far. Yep. So they'll bring up third down and 10. The ball at the 40-yard line of Owasso. Coming in the game for the Trojans will be Justin Mills back in the lineup. Coming out for a breather, Andrew or Cam Andrews. So Reed Shoemaker looking over that line of scrimmage. He'll run the shotgun. He has three wideouts on the far side. Running back to his left. Steps back. Flushed out of the pocket for a moment. Throws one up over the middle. Has a man wide open. Mike O'Brien has it at the 20. The 10. Dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Fenton. A 40-yard completion. It's a nice play. Got to give it to the quarterback for uh, hanging in there. Yeah, he put it right on the money in a 40-yard strike. What if everyone cared like family? At Memorial Healthcare, they understand the power of compassion and are committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers you can trust people who know you as neighbors because this is more than helping patients. This is family with 26 satellite offices located throughout Shiawassee County and several surrounding counties including Saginaw, Clinton, Ingham, and Genesee. You can find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. They're going for two. It's a handoff to Hamilton and is just short of the end zone. So the Trojans hang on to the lead. 13 to 12 with a minute 50 to go in the half. It's the back to school special going on now at Signature Ford in Owasso. Get a great deal on 2019 Ford Edge, just 179 a month for 24 months, and Signature will deliver right to your front door. Right now, Ford F-150 XLT Super Crew 4x4, just 159 a month for 24 months for Ford returning leases with Ford Red Carpet Lease. 39.89 due at signing. 10,500 miles per year. See Signature Ford in Owasso for all the details. Go check out Barton the Deal Zone tomorrow, right? 
Tell him how good I did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he might be listening. Hi, Bart. So it's going to be uh, Lake Fenton kicking it off. They trail Owasso 13 to 12 here on Z92.5. Early start here this evening, uh, one of a number of schools that uh, saw the weather situation coming in a little bit later and moved their game times up. A lot of homecomings this evening here as we close out September. Temperature-wise, very pleasant, but boy, the wind and the rain really was coming for a while, and we got a lot more coming. Here is the approach, the kick, high, kind of a short one, fielded at about the 25. Brought straight up the middle. Hey, we got some action going here. Over to the sideline, to the 40. Up to about the 42. Got a late hit, no call. It was Colton Blaha. Now three different flags start raining down. So definitely a little head hunting there by Lake Fenton. So Owasso will get 15 more tacked on as it was right around the 44-yard line of Owasso. So we'll see if they can put one more little drive together, leading at 13-12 to 12 with a minute 42 to go in the half. You look forward to retirement as your time to relax, but now that it's here, Turns On Relaxation is overrated, and you'd rather get back to work with an idea of your own? Wells Fargo Advisors can help. For more than 125 years, they've created wealth management and investment strategies aimed at achieving their clients' personal financial goals. When retirement plans change course, turn to Wells Fargo Advisors. Together, you'll go far. Call the Schlumbeier, Schluckbeer. I'll help you. <laughs> Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors today at 99725-8131. Wells Fargo Advisors is a trade name used by Wells Fargo Clearing Services, LLC member, SIPC. You know, they've been a long-time sponsor, and I'm sure they'll, they'll cut you a little break there, E-Man. But, uh, yeah... Great folks over there. Try saying that one five times. Well, you got that right. I have my own issues. <laughs> 13-12 is the score here. Still having fun doing it, though, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yes. First and 10 Owasso from the 42-yard line of Lake Fenton. It's Brett Hudacek getting the call. Gets about three or four. He was popped there by number four, Ryan Moraney. Brett also helping out on that was Kyle Wright coming up from his safety position. Second down and about uh, six yards to go for a while. So clock will continue to run with a minute 15 to go here in the half. Three timeouts for a while. So they got a wing to the right now. They split the backfield. They fake it to Hudacek. They fake it to Blaha. Now a pass down the far sideline. Caught. Very impressive. The receiver takes it down to about the 10. Owasso looking really good. Taylor Lamro on the reception. A good play-action pass that time by Hunter Blaha. And the Trojans, again, you know, mixing it up. When you run, 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 when you flip that little pass in there, it kind of is the element of surprise. First and ten from the 11. Quick dive up the middle this time. Lake Fenton just stacks it up. Owasso might want to consider a timeout. And they do. Devin Pringle onto the field. Gives the signal for the timeout. So the clock stopped. 52 seconds to go here before an exciting homecoming halftime. 13-12, Owasso leads the Lake Benton Blue Devils. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle and offers it to you? Well, let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. 
a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brewbreaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit them in St. John's and the East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brewbreaker Insurance is your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. Well, timeout is over. Second down and 10, Owasso. Let's see what Coach Pringle and his staff came up with here. Ball at the 11-yard line of Lake Fenton, trying to knock it into that north end zone. They do have a little bit of a breeze at their back, coming from the south. T formation, double tight ends. Hunter Blaha under center, hands it off this time. Kreitz gets the five, but we're going to get a late penalty flag being thrown by the referee at to the line of scrimmage. I think we got some sort of illegal block, a hold, going to go against the Trojans. So a nice little gain there is going to be waved back, so... Mark it back. Let's see what the Trojans have come up with now on second and long. WJSE-FM, the broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSE-FM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and Z92.5 The Castle and Sportsnet Michigan. Second down and 19. Here's a power play to the Trojans. It's Lamarell trying to get around the left end. Breaks a tackle. Dives up to about the uh, 17 where he's knocked out of bounds there. Big number 54 came up very quickly. Alec Moser. <coughs> it does stop the clock, though, with 37 seconds to go. The Trojans will uh, definitely have a couple more cracks at it if they can't knock it in here. With two timeouts left, I'd still pound it right up the middle. They've would you? They've had a lot of success with it, so I would I would at least try it. From the 17, I might uh, try a little razzle-dazzle. I might try a sweep at reverse. Let's see. They'll line up Lamarell on the right wing. Short side of the field is right down below us. Split backfield. They, they did your play. Dive. Nothing. Well, the ball carrier is still carrying players with him. Gets it to about the 15. So, uh, Devin Pringle. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have called timeout right then. Here, I'll tell you why. Clock was moving. It's going to be fourth down coming up. Why not just let the clock go right down to, you know, maybe five seconds and then call the timeout? You agree with me on that? I agree with you because... uh, the Blue Devils have had some sex throwing the, success throwing the ball downfield. Right. No, I wouldn't even give them that opportunity. I mean, still, the odds are against them putting points on the board, but, you know, just being a long-time football fan, and what that means is I'm seasoned and old yep. and watched a lot of football. But, you know, that's just one of those things. You really, if you take it down to five seconds, it's fourth down. You get one crack and half's over if you don't make it. You still go in with your head high and the lead. Right. So Owasso does lead it, 13-12. to 12. They're going to go for it from the 15-yard line. They're going to talk about what play they're going to call here. It's Devin Pringle in the middle of the huddle out there, and the athletic director also joining him out there. Well, 
Dallas Littner. I almost had a brain fart there for a minute. Couldn't remember his name. Ben's trying to get the crowd fired up. Here we go. Fourth down. Fourth and 14. T formation. Double ends tight. Well, and there's some jumping. they draw him offside, so it's five yards closer. No time goes off the clock. Takes it down to about the 10. So Hunter Blah comes to the sideline and just wants to get that play recalled here and make sure they do the right thing. So they got it down to the 10. Key point of the game here. Let's remember this, E-Man. 13-12, Owasso leads it. Fourth down and uh, fourth and nine. Ball just on the uh, Owasso side of the 10. Well, they try to draw him off again, hard count. But this time, Blaha looks at the sideline. He's going to call another timeout. So they were trying to get 10 free yards to make it a little easier. That's pretty good pretty good coaching there. So they call a timeout since they have it. So timeout on the field. 25 seconds to go in the first half. The Trojan band ready to entertain. 13-12, Owasso leads it here in homecoming 2019. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso is your locally owned hometown furniture store and is proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premier premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. It's built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Right now, Mars has great deals on queen mattress sets and recliners starting at just $269. Mars has quick financing, approval, while you wait, and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso. Check them out at MarsFurniture.com. Well, fourth down and nine. Ball at the 11. Trojans get their final instructions in the huddle. Let's see what they come up with. Hunter Blaha breaks them out of the huddle. He'll come up under center, flanker to the right, split backfield. Blaha takes a snap, play action, rolls to his right. Oh, he has all kinds of room. The 10, the 5, walks into the end zone, an 11-yard TD run. The Blaha brothers. <laughs> what a great, great, great call and Great execution. Hunter Blaha showed his speed because once he got around the tackle box, he cranked it into another gear. Yes, he did. Big, big touchdown with only 18 seconds to go. Owasso up seven. Going for, looks like they're going to go for two. So like I told you, E-Man, uh, Coach Pringle, he knows exactly what he's doing on the time management, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, they're going for two here. They got two wideouts here. Why? This is a wide open look for the Trojans. Two wideouts on the other side, and it's going to be 12 men on the field for Owasso. Well, you know, if you can if you can get an extra guy out there, go for it. But I think a little mix up there. 12 men on the field here, so that one will be a walk off. Referee Vic Cena still can count from the Lansing area. So. One time outstanding fast pitch pitcher. Got a chance to play many games with him and against him. So they'll go for two now at about the uh, eight yard line, leading at 19 to 12. Owasso on top. Hunter Blaha takes the shotgun snap and then is brought down for a loss. 
Didn't get rid of it. Good sack that time by number five, Jimmy Hamilton. But Owasso takes a 19-12 lead with 14 seconds to go in the first half. The drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Player of the game tonight brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show tonight at 9 p.m. Well, it's almost halftime. Katie Clevenger, Rachel Dahl, Brooke Helvey, Eliah Barnhill, and Allie Langdon, the ladies up for homecoming queen. The guys, Jordan Sowash, Brandon Triggs, the Baja boys, Hunter and Colton, and Parker Hasen, the king candidates. When we come back from our halftime break, we'll uh, we'll make the announcement who was crowned homecoming king and queen over here at Owasso High. So here is the kick. High short one again. Fielded by number 24 this time, Kyle Wright, who brings it upfield to about the 42-yard line where he is brought down there. And they'll have eight seconds yet to go here in the half. Now, if you're Owasso, you need to be back. You cannot let anybody behind you here. Ted Hunt in on that last tackle for OHS. So it'll be first and ten, the Blue Devils. They trail 19-12 to to Owasso. Been a heck of a game. One of the best Owasso games we've had a chance to broadcast in the last couple of years. Probably since the Corona uh, game last year. Where they picked up the win. Broke a long time losing streak. Reed Shoemaker looking over the line. Takes a shotgun snap, empties the backfield, fires the home run ball down the middle, and he got somebody. Oh, they got behind the secondary. Takes it inside the 25. That was caught Kyle Parker. The clock went down to zero. A little friendly, I think. I think the referees probably are going to put a second back on the clock. And I'll tell you what, that's heads up. That's not Spartan Bob there on the clock letting him get away with it, boy. There was one second to go when he was down, and on the first down, the clock stopped. So you got to give some credit to the refing crew here. So timeout Lake Fenton. Let's see what they come up with. They're within the 25-yard line. High school football tonight is sponsored by Alderman's in Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddies, Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Schluckbeer Hood Wealth Management, Group of Wells Fargo Advisors, Signature Ford, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, huge play coming up here, and man, you know, I said it. You can't get, you can't let them get behind you. And they, and that was almost a touchdown too. Yeah, it was a it was a tackle from behind as he was running to Pater. But well, we'll see if the Trojans can dig in here. It's final play unless there's a penalty. First half winding down, 19 to 12, Owasso. So Shoemaker, the sophomore quarterback, out of the shotgun. He has a running back right next to him going in motion. Looking to his left, slips a little bit. Now he's sacked. Yeah. So that'll end the first half of play. So the Trojans dodge a big bullet there. 
That slip did him in. Yeah, it did. He, he had to regroup and relook downfield, and he lost track of his receivers. The Trojans did a good job defending. And so it is halftime here at Wilman Field. Football team comes out to a large round of applause as the festivities will begin here shortly. It is homecoming 2019, and the home Owasso Trojans lead Lake Fenton in a Flint Metro League Stars Division battle, 19-12. to So we'll be back here in just a few moments. We're going to let you listen, first of all, to a few spots in this week in high school sports by the MHSAA. 19-12, Owasso leads Lake Fenton right here live on Z92.5. The shoe sensation in the Owasso East Shopping Center presents Shoes for Paws this Saturday from 10 until 2. It's your chance to help the Shiawassee Humane Society and pick up your next best friend. Shelter pets will be up for adoption, and they're just waiting for their forever home. Plus, you can save 10% on all Bob's for Dogs from Skechers Shoes. A representative from the Shiawassee Humane Society will be on hand collecting much-needed supplies like non-clumping kitty litter, cleaning supplies, and bleach. And you can also help them by making a cash donation. All proceeds go to the shelter. Plus, register to win a free pair of Bob's for Dogs from Skechers. The Shoe Sensation Shoes for Paws starts at 10 a.m. and goes until 2 in the Owasso East Shopping Center. It's never been easier to adopt a shelter pet and you can help the Shiawassee Humane Society by donating too. It'll be a doggone good time for a great cause. The Shoe Sensation Shoes for Paws Saturday 10 till 2 at the Owasso East Shopping Center. Tony Young here from Young Chevrolet in Owasso with great news. We've got to move a ton of Chevrolets and here's how we're going to do it. For starters let's talk about just saving money on brand new Silverado. Save up to $13,000 on brand new 2019 Silverados, and I've got a huge selection. Or how about this? New body style Silverados, double doors, four-wheel drive, no money down starting at $234 a month. That's right. No money down starting at $234 a month. If you want a deal on a Chevrolet, you know you got to come to Owasso because every Chevrolet in our inventory will be sold below GM employee pricing. Get out of your lease early. Come to Young Chevrolet in Owasso today, and we will save you money. 36-month, 10,000 miles a year lease to well-qualified GM buyers, plus tax, title, state fees, and document fees. GM discount, lease loyalty required. See dealer for all the details. Visit us online at youngautosales.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Have you ever wondered why nearly 40% of Shiawassee County families choose Corona as their school of choice? Well, maybe it's the fact that our high school is ranked the best high school in Shiawassee County from the prestigious U.S. News & World Report magazine. Did you know that each and every Corona High School student gets their own personal Chromebook? Maybe they choose Corona because of the opportunities we provide, like trips to Europe, New York City, Gettysburg, or the newest one we're planning to Alaska, or participating in one of our award-winning programs like FFA, band, or art. Where else can you be a part of the World Championship Odyssey the Mind Team or state championship athletic teams like our recent girls track and field squad? Perhaps it's because Corona still believes in preparing all students for college and or careers like ones in mechatronics or construction trades. Still, others say Corona Public Schools sets the gold standard because of our low elementary class sizes and the paraprofessional support our students get or the social-emotional support we have for all of our students. This is Corona Public Schools Superintendent John Fattel, and I guess when you get right to it, there's lots of reasons people in our area choose Corona Public Schools. Remember, young or old, it's great to be gold. Call 989 
743-6338 to set up a tour and find out for yourself why Corona is the right fit for your child. Ripping it up, you make the overtime call and the biggest challenge. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Ariel Chang does more than just drive for show. The junior at Utica Eisenhower has been ripping it up on the golf course this fall, winning individual honors at the first three tournaments she's played in. A two-time All-Stater, Chang has cut a full-stroke off her average this year with a longer drive. She's led the Eagles to a county team title already this year, and she'd like to lead them to a state title come October. I feel like we even got better from last year. Know how hard my girls push, and they they really they really push themselves because they know they can do so much better. And we've been practicing really hard. They have more confidence in themselves this year. I think that's why they're shooting better. You can read more about Ariel Chang on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our this week game balls go out to Owen Graves of Kingsley, who rushed for 101 yards and two touchdowns to lead the Stags to a 26-7 football victory over Traverse City St. Francis last week. And Bronson ran the table at the Portage Northern Volleyball Invitational last Saturday, bouncing back from a first set loss to top the host Huskies in the finale. Senior Keona Salesman delivered 66 kills in the tournament. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Let's test your rules knowledge with this football you make the call. A close game has gone into overtime, and Team A scores a touchdown on its first possession. During the extra point try, the kick is good, but Team B is called for roughing the kicker. What are Team A's options? You make the call. In this case, the kicking team has two options. One is to accept the penalty and reattempt the point after from a yard and a half out. Or accept the penalty on the succeeding spot, which would begin Team B's overtime possession. First and goal. That's right, first and goal from the 25-yard line. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSA website now to register. A year into her job as the executive director of the National Federation of State High School Associations, Dr. Carissa Niehoff has been quick to make some points clear about issues involving school sports, and she authored an opinion piece to start the school year about high school sports' greatest challenge, which we'd like to paraphrase here. Dr. Niehoff writes... Inappropriate adult behavior at high school athletic events in Michigan and across the country have reached epidemic proportions. 
When more than 2,000 high school athletic directors were asked in a recent national survey what they liked least about their job, 62.3% said it was dealing with aggressive parents and adult fans. And the men and women who wear the black and white stripes agree. In fact, almost 80% of officials quit after the first two years on the job, and unruly parents are cited as the reason why. As a result, there is a growing shortage of high school officials. So if you're a parent attending a high school athletic event this year, you can help by following these six guidelines. At your age. After all, you're an adult. Second, don't live your life vicariously through your children. School sports are for them, not for you. Third, let your children talk to the coach instead of you doing it for them. Fourth, stay in your lane. No coaching or officiating from the sidelines. Fifth, Remember, participating in high school sports is not about getting a college scholarship. And sixth, make sure your children know you love watching them play. Do not critique your child's performance in the car ride home. Purchasing a ticket to a high school athletic event does not give you the right to be rude, disrespectful, or verbally abusive. Cheer loud and be proud, but be responsible and respectful. The future of high school sports in Michigan is dependent on you. Well said, Dr. Niehoff. Join us again next time for another edition of This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSA Network. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Barrow Clinton Hospital invites all Clinton County residents to attend their free community health fair this Saturday, September 28th, from 8.30 a.m. until noon at the Agri-Liquid Headquarters in St. John's. Clinton County residents can receive free health services like flu shots, cholesterol and glucose tests, blood pressure checks, vision screening, and more. You can visit with Love on a Leash Therapy Dogs, try your hand at cardio drumming, enjoy a relaxing massage, ride the fresh food fairy smoothie cycle, and explore the Agro IQ Hub. Don't forget to bring your kids' car seats for safety fitting and tour the Sparrow Mobile Health Bus. You can also turn in expired and unwanted medications and hang out with Z92.5's own Dave Geronimo as he broadcasts live with Castle Prizes. So make plans to attend the Sparrow Clinton Hospital Community Health Fair this Saturday from 8.30 until noon at Agri-Liquid Headquarters on the corner of M21 and DeWitt Road in St. John's. Sparrow Clinton Hospital thanks Agri-Liquid of St. John's for helping to bring this free event to all Clinton County residents. Hi, this is Neil Huffnagel, Superintendent and High School Principal at Fowler Public Schools. I'd like to thank our sponsors for supporting our Fowler High School Student of the Month program here on Z92.5 The Castle. Go Eagles! Congratulations to the Fowler High School Student of the Month, Senior Josie Konigschnik. Josie is from Fowler. She is a member of National Honor Society, Student Council, Lynx, SAAC, and Renaissance. The person that has helped her the most at Fowler High School is Mr. Wilson because he made learning enjoyable and used games to help students remember what they had learned. They were always prepared for tests because of his help. Josie's a three-time BPA state qualifier, 2018-19 track state champion, and top 10 in her class. After graduation, she plans to attend Saginaw Valley State University to major in communications. Congratulations to the Fowler High School Student of the Month, Senior Josie Koenigsnick. Scene 92 by the Castle would like to thank Jerry's Tune-Up and Breaks for sponsoring the Fowler Student of the Month. The seasons are changing. Fall is here. And you remember the harsh winter last year? Is your car ready to tackle another cold blow from Mother Nature? Brutal elements can heat up your ride. The last thing you want to do is find yourself stranded and shivering in the wind. Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes and Fowler can get you ready to roll into another season of cold and ice. Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes is just what the car doctor ordered. 
They'll give you a diagnostic checkup to figure out exactly what your engine needs. Plus, they'll check out the outside and inside to find any problem areas and give you the best solution. Jerry's can handle everything from engine repair, heating or air conditioning service and repair, and oil changes to brakes and steering problems. Have you been neglecting one of the most important things in your life? It's time to make sure your car isn't left stalled out in the cold. Call 989-593-2647. That's 989-593-2647. Or stop in to Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes, 2625 South Wright Road in Fowler. All right, we're back here at Wilman Field, and I'm going to let you listen to Dave Kimball, the PA man here, as the homecoming court being introduced. She is escorted by her parents, Lori and Charles Dahl. Rachel plans to pursue a career in surgical medicine and would like to attend Eastern Michigan University. Our next court members are Colton and Hunter Blaha. They are being escorted by their mother, Kelly Gray. And Colton is currently undecided on where he wants to go, but plans to study physical education and coaching and plans to wrestle. Hunter is currently undecided on where he wants to go, but plans on playing football and studying to be a teacher with a major in history. Our next court member is Aaliyah Barnhill. She is escorted by her parents, Tony and Julie Barnhill. Aaliyah plans to attend Grand Valley State University next fall to study pre-dentistry. Our next court member, Brayden Triggs. She is escorted by Nikki and Jeff Triggs. She is undecided on where he'd like to attend, but plans to study environmental science. Our next court member is Katie Clevenger. She's escorted by her mother and father, Ryan and Deb Clevenger. Katie plans to dive at Michigan State University, majoring in advertising and public relations. Our next court member is Jordan Sowash. He's escorted by his parents, Jim and Krista Sowash. Jordan is undecided on where he'd like to attend, but he would like to major in biology. Our next court member is Brooke Helvey. She's escorted by her mother, Holly Benning, and stepfather, Andy Pruden. Her father, Ryan Helvey, and stepmother, Chilise Ralston. After high school, Brooke plans to attend Michigan State University, where she will be studying to become a large animal vet. Women, field friends, family, alumni, and guests, I present to you Owasso High School's 2019 Homecoming Court. And now, for the moment you've all been waiting for, we will announce the 2019 Homecoming King and Queen to crown our new high school royalty. We have last year's King and Queen, Carson Bornefeld, and Emily Rao. And at this time, I will hand it over to the student government president, Caden Whitehurst. That was not on me. Your 2019 homecoming team is Braden Trigg. And your 2019 homecoming team is Miss Rachel Dahl. All right, I don't know if you picked up on that, but the homecoming queen or king announced was Braden Triggs and uh, the queen, Rachel Dahl. So congratulations to them and also their fellow courts participants. Always a neat thing in high school homecomings, you know. I don't know what it was like in your day. Did you have the Saturday dance, E-Man? Nope. Nope. It was the day at, right after the game. Right after the game. Okay, so it must have started changing shortly after that, you know. But uh, the halftime festivities, outstanding, well done over here. And again, Braden Triggs, the king, Rachel Dahl, homecoming queen 2019. Well done, as always. The Owasso Band of Gold really sounded good. 
as always, undefeated, you know, just an, an amazing, amazing marching band. We are here at half, and here are the first half scoring recap for you. Owasso got on the board first. Four-yard run by Colton Blaha. That came at 327 of the first quarter. PAT was good by Noah Jaffrey. And uh, they took a 7-0 first quarter lead. Think about that drive. It was almost the entire quarter. Yeah, yeah. We're keeping <laughs> an eye on that one for sure. I mean, they dominated the first quarter and a half time of possession without a doubt. In the second quarter, midway through with six minutes to go, Lake Fenton did get on the board. 21-yard run by Jimmy Hamilton. The two-pointer, though, was no good. Owasso hanging on to the 7-6 lead. By the way, since that 7 nothing lead, they have yet to give it up, so they've led all the way. Trojan scored again with 3.18 to go in the second quarter. Fantastic play call and run. 60 yards to the north end zone by Colton Blaha. He broke through the line of scrimmage and cut back to the far sideline and took it in for the score. PAT, though, was no good, but Owasso took a 13-6 lead. Lake Fenton came back. Minute 50 to go in the half. A 40-yard strike from their quarterback, Reed Shoemaker. To Mike O'Brien. PAT, though, was no good as they went for two, and Owasso held on to a 13-12 lead. And then with just 18 seconds to go in the first half of play, on fourth down and about about 10 from the 11, Hunter Blaha got the right corner, and it was clear sailing into the end zone. Two-point try was no good, but Blaha put him up 19-12. to That's where we're at at halftime. Well-played game by the Trojans, Captain. I would say so. A lot better than what I look. Look, I've never seen them play. Right. I've always heard, and they always do. You know, it, they don't sound like they do too well. Well, it's no secret they've struggled. Yeah. They've had they've had a rough few years in their football program as far as getting wins. And if you were to see what I'm seeing and what you're seeing on this field, that's a lot of promise. They look really good out here tonight. Well, one thing for sure, and we still got a lot of football to go. But that first half, Owasso, uh, they were the clear winner in that first yeah. half in, in all aspects. Yeah. So they lead it here 19-12. to 12. We'll have a little further halftime chat here with Captain E-Man and myself. But first, take a listen to a few more words from our sponsors. Football tonight is brought to you by Eldermans in Lennon. Allaby Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Schluckbeer Hood Wealth Management, Group of Wells Fargo Advisors, Signature Ford Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler's Towing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing are proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. 
Well, E-Man, we got about five minutes here, so uh, we'll do a little uh, sports forum at the half, if you will. By the way, the three-point podcast will still air tonight at 9 o'clock, so check your programming there, that uh, three-point podcast. If you want to listen to our radio version here on Z92.5, it'll hit the airwaves right around 9 o'clock tonight. And we had a lot to get into, okay? We'll start our sports forum thing here at half, taking a look at Michigan. Now, I know you're a Spartan, not really a Wolverine, but uh, all our Wolverine fans out there last week had to be going, what in the heck is going on? They went on the road to Madison, and let's face it, that is a very good Wisconsin football team, but uh, Michigan helped them by, look that good. They were not ready in any shape or form, offense, defense, special teams, and coaching. They just had a clunker of an afternoon. Do you, do you see them at all bouncing back? I mean, they do have Rutgers tomorrow, a noon kickoff on the Big Ten Network. <laughs> if you if you want to try and improve your program, try and work on some things and not have a bye week, I think uh, Rutgers might fit the bill. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give a pick Michigan, but uh, they definitely got to come out and remember, look, we got a game. Let's play hard and win. So I'm not sure what the spread is in the game, but you're saying you could possibly lean to the point spread, but Michigan will come out on top. I'm thinking Michigan will get one tomorrow. All right. Well, they need to for Coach Jim Harbaugh. I mean, uh, like I said, last week, this is his fifth year uh, fifth year as the head coach. Yes, they're very respectable as far as wins and losses. I think he's 40 and 15 in his career at Michigan, which isn't bad. But uh, as I as I talked about on Three Point Podcast, you got to figure out a way, first of all, to beat Ohio State once in a while. They have yet to do that in the Harbaugh reign. Also, you have to beat Michigan State on a fairly regular basis. And uh, Mark D'Antonio seems to have it figured out over there. We'll talk Spartans next. Spartans take on Indiana tomorrow. It was a nice bounce-back win for Sparty last week on the road in Evanston. Never really an easy place to play. And uh, Northwestern has played Michigan State very tough the last three or four years. What are you thinking about your Spartans? I'm thinking the Spartans will definitely get a win. Indiana's pretty good, but I think we're looking at a, uh, I'm going to call 31-13 victory. All right. We're going to keep a close eye on the weather there, too. I understand that some homecoming activities for the Spartans has also been postponed. This is homecoming in Owasso here tonight, and the, the Trojans lead it here at the half 19-12. to and we're going to have a second-half kickoff coming up here in just a little minute. But, uh, you know, again, continuing on in the sports world, you talked about the Big Ten with Michigan and Michigan State. Actually, a, a Big Ten game tonight at 8 o'clock, Penn State at Maryland, which could be an interesting contest. I know Penn State, I think, ranked number 12 on the season, uh, playing pretty well for James Franklin, but Maryland can be a dangerous team, especially at home. Now, we're, weren't both of these two teams blowing out Everybody their first two weeks scoring like 70-plus points. Yeah, team. yeah. And then Maryland got upset. Am I right? Yeah, they, they've been beaten. They've been beat. So this one might become a shootout. Very well could be. And that one's on FS1 tonight on ESPN. Arizona State at California. You know, uh, Herm Edwards has his team playing very well with a true freshman quarterback. But that, that's also not a bad matchup. I'm not a huge fan of Friday night college football because of course we're so heavily involved in high school football i believe right. friday nights belong to the high schoolers saturdays are for college and uh sundays are for the pros but you know where there's money 
You know, that's what does all the talking. I'm not even a fan of NFL Thursday night football. I'm not either. I, I like I like the Monday night game, you know. Yeah. And, but Sunday night's the marquee game. It is now. Yeah, NBC does a great job with it. And speaking of the marquee game, Lions Chiefs tomorrow on Sunday. What do you What do you think? I know you got Mahomes <laughs> as your fantasy guy. Yeah, he's my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, so but you're a Lions fan. I'm a Lions fan. You got to be pretty happy with the way they've uh, bounced back from that opening day tie. Realistically, I mean, they should be completely undefeated with no tie. Are they home or away? They're home. They're home. Uh, I, I'm. It. Uh, that's tough for me. I think Mahomes going to blow him up at least uh, four touchdown passes. Well, we're going to see how healthy the secondary is for the Lions. You know, big play Slay is banged up, and they really need him to help shut down Mahomes. Four touchdown passes. I'd be okay with that if the Lions win 35-28. <laughs> Matt Stafford can throw with him, you know, and he might step up just because, you know, Mahomes is the young gunslinger, and you still got Stafford who can throw that rock around. So, I'm not coming out and saying they're going to beat the Chiefs, but I think they'll show up. Could be a shootout. Could be a shootout. I'm hoping. It's homecoming here. So it's homecoming here at Owasso. And uh, the queen was announced, Rachel Dahl, and also Braden Triggs, the homecoming king. Well, what do you think, E-Man? Break it down as an analyst. Owasso kicking off here to start the second half. What do you do if you're the Trojans to hold on and try and get your first win of the season? Don't let up. Keep playing hard. And I would say, you know, they've been having a lot of success with going right up the middle. Right. And keep it going. The longer that offense stays on that field, the more wear and tear that defense is, and it's just going to get more points. Well, they're going to have to uh, play defense first. Here is the second half kickoff. Again, one of those short squib kicks. Bounces and then picked up by Kyle Parker. He is brought down at the ankles. Nice open field tackle there by Colt Blaha. He's fired up from that halftime performance where he was nominated and made a nice special teams play there. Just not sure about all these short kicks, though. It's a, it's, it's a different strategy, isn't it? I don't know if it's because the field might be wet, but, you know... Well, it's better than a few years ago where they used to just kick it out of bounds almost intentionally, so the other team had it at the 35. At least Lake Fenton has it at the 30-yard line on this possession. Reed Shoemaker, the sophomore quarterback, looking to the sideline for the play call. He has Mike O'Brien to his left, to his right, Jimmy Hamilton. Hamilton, a pretty solid back at 215-61. Shoemaker sends a man in motion. They fake it to him. They run the counter play to Hamilton up the gut. Stacked up after about three or four yards. Dom Patterson and Ted Hunt was there in on the hit for the Trojans. Colton Blaha pulled it out of the pile there, but a little too late, so they called the running back down. He definitely hit that Trojan wall. Yep. Got about three or four on that carry, though. It'll be, they'll put the ball right down at the 33. So we'll call it a three-yard gain. Second down and seven. Lake Fenton with it. They trail Owasso 19-12. to With Captain E-Man, I am... Ted, the sports guy here on the castle. Been doing it for a long time, and this is a good Trojan game so far. Glad you tuned into this one. Quarterback rolls out to his left, completes the pass out to Mike O'Brien at the sideline. He's close to first down yardage. I think the quarterback, Shoemaker, maybe took a late shot. It's going to be a roughing the passer penalty, a personal foul against Owasso, so it'll be some more yardage marked off against the Trojans. So while they do that, Take a listen to this. Cadwalder, Lord Hahn, 
your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem. Auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance, at 200 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance is a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle and wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. So it's a first down into Trojan territory at the 47-yard line. Lake Fenton with the ball going left to right as we see it, wearing the white uniforms with the royal blue helmets and royal blue trim. Here's the halfback dive play. Jimmy Hamilton up the gut, takes it to the 40-yard line. Good first down carry that time. It looks like the offensive line got a little wake-up call at halftime here for the Blue Devils. Ten and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. This game moved up because of predicted inclement weather coming in about what the normal game time was scheduled. This is... a one of many homecomings tonight. The Corona Cavaliers also moved up their homecoming to the 4 o'clock start. Here's Hamilton. Breaks a tackle on the left side and then crosses the 35-yard line and I'll move the chains. First and 10, Lake Fenton. So Marty Borski, their head coach, had must have been an inspiring talk to his team, especially his offense. Well, they're looking pretty good right now, though. Clearing out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Staying south, it looks like. We're in the clear. Looks like a man went in motion, and one of the Trojans jumped into the neutral zone, so it'll be five free ones here for Lake Fenton. It looks like the guilty party going to come out now and maybe have a little word of wisdom with his coach. Coach points to his eyes and says, keep your head in the game, young man. Under 10 minutes to go here in the third quarter, 19-12. Owasso holding on to the lead. Colton Blaha, a couple of touchdown runs, and his brother Hunter Blaha took one in just before half from 11 yards out. Here's Hamilton again, going to be the workhorse. Mack down after about a yard. Kristen Keyes was there. Also, Colt Blaha in on that hit. The Orange Blossom special rolling down the tracks over to our right. Of course, uh, the Owasso Railroading Institute has the old 1225 from the Polar Express. <laughs> I don't think that was that one, though. I would like to ride that sometime. I think I'm going to do it, you know, take it up to Oakley. The, they sell out the tickets all the time for those Christmas excursions. Here's Shoemaker looking to throw. Throws one in the far corner. It's up. Picked off by Owasso. Blaha, I believe, has it. Coming back upfield. Oh, he takes a headshot. That's a penalty flag. That was Lamerell on the interception. Big, big play there. I think the ball possibly was tipped at the line, but Lamerell with a pick. Sportsnet Michigan has thousands of high school game radio broadcasts available going all the way back to 1985. For a sample, check out the post games right here at Three Point Podcast. For more info, message Ted Fatel on Twitter at Z925 Sports Guy, and he will message you back. He will even follow you. Absolutely. By the way, you know, going back to 85, that ad mentions all the games, and I was involved in all those. <laughs> That's how old I am, E man. Yeah, I've been doing this for just a while. This is the 34th season calling 
mid-Michigan high school football. Early part of my career was doing only Corona games, but uh, once I made my way over to the castle from the clown show, uh, it's been all Z92.5. So it'll be Owasso with it after that personal foul on Lake Fennin interception by Lamarill. They'll have it first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. T formation, double tights. Fullback dive up the middle this time. Not much there at all. That was Colton Blaha with the call. Colton Blaha, the ball carrier. He stopped by number five, James Hamilton. In on the hit was Jimmy Hamilton. Only got a yard, but 8.35 to go. And again, the Trojans with this T... This is, this is playing right into their hands tonight. They've got a couple breaks, but with this offense, when you can move the chains, you're, you're just soaking up time off the clock. If you get behind by a few points, very difficult to come back. But if you got the lead and are trying to protect it, it can be very effective. So we'll have a T formation again. Double tight ends for Owasso going right to left as we see it. Hunter Blaha pitches it back to... Lamarill, and Lamarill gets maybe a yard or so, and again, we're going to get a penalty flag coming in at the line of scrimmage, and I think another holding call going to go against Owasso. Can't have any more of those. No. So Owasso coming in the game here, 0-4, looking for their first win. 0-3 in the Flint Metro League Star Division. Lake Fenton, 2-2, have played tough. The two losses were close ones. Could easily be 4-0, and they're 2-0 in the league, so they want to stay on track with Goodrich. They have a big matchup next Friday night against the Goodrich Martians. Owasso will take on Clio. So the penalty goes against the Trojans. It'll be second down and about 20. They have it at their own 30-yard line. Boy, I'll tell you what, the scary weather that we had before this one started. It's kind of cleared off, and it looks like things are going to be uh, completed here, hopefully. No rain right now. Just a quick dive play, and I think that uh, Hudacek might have coughed it up. He did, and it was recovered by Gavin Dolliver. So after that big interception by Taylor Lamro, they turn it right back over, and it's Lake Fenton with the ball at the 30. Same now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Bex offers America's largest trailer selection. So you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Bex fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers. Plus, take advantage of their easy financing program. With payments from $69 a month with approved credit, they work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, a little counterplay that time to Mike O'Brien, brought down by Jackson Unger, the 5'10", 170-pound safety. 7.15 to go in the third, but a five-yard gain that time by the Blue Devils. Actually, I think that was Hamilton on that carry. He's lined up to the right of the quarterback here right now. Two wide outs each way for the Devils. Hamilton gets the call straight up the middle, has first down yardage inside the 20. Getting some good blocking up there by the big boys. Finally brought down by number 28, Cam Andrews. Also, Kristen Keyes in on that hit. They're going to go to the hurry up a little bit. First and 10. Two wideouts far side, two over here this side. Going left to right. Man goes in motion, and again, Owasso jumps into the neutral zone. So when they send a man in motion, 
it's kind of confusing, Owasso, just a little bit. Like their third penalty already in the second half. Third, fourth. Yep. <clears throat> so, 6.42 to go in the third. 19-12, Owasso. Start the clock back up here. Near the midway point of the third quarter. An early start here this evening. Blake Fenton out of the shotgun. I'll hand it off to Hamilton up the middle again. Breaks across the green at the 10, the 5. Dives down close to the end zone, into the end zone. Touchdown, Lake Fenton. A 13-yard run by Jimmy Hamilton. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in-school activities through the MHSAA Scholar Athlete Award. Underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance, the applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Here's a two-point try. The pass goes over in the far corner of the end zone, and it is caught. So the two-pointer good. It was wide open. I believe that was number eight on the reception. So the two-pointer works, and Lake Fenton takes their first lead, 20 to 19 over Owasso. <clears throat> when Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or topple trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons. Has three certified arbiters on, sta- on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4443. Experienced, equipped, insured, Ferrell's tree trimming and removal. A gut check time here for the Trojans offense. First time they've trailed it here tonight. 20-19, Lake Fenton on top. That big fumble definitely cost them. And that was one of the comments I was going to make in the start of the second half, is they still have to protect the ball and avoid costly turnovers and mistakes. That one hurt them. Here's the kickoff fielded by Lamereau at the 10, the 15-20. 25 up the gut, takes it up to about the 33-yard line. And now we're going to get a penalty, and we're going to get one of the Lake Fenton players being a little bit too rambunctious. One of his players comes over to him and grabs him by the headgear and saying, what are you doing, young man? He was just, that looked like a wrestling move. I know they got a big wrestling show going on in St. John's tonight, but uh, that was completely uncalled for. The Owasso Trojan, he had already knocked him down to the ground, and then he was just bouncing on top of him. Looked like he was almost trying to hit him with his head with a cocoa butt, a la Bobo Brazil. <clears throat> so it'll be a penalty against Lake Fenton for the personal foul. 6.20 to go here in our third quarter. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, your go-to radio station for high school football. Nobody does it like the castle. So the 15-yard walk-off will go against Lake Fenton. They had just taken the lead. On a 13-yard Jimmy Hamilton run and two-point pass to Mike O'Brien. But this will give Owasso the football in pretty good field position. If you're just checking in, we had 
for the homecoming queen and king announced the queen Rachel Dahl and Braden Triggs was crowned homecoming king 2019. So Wasso has the ball to start this drive near midfield from their own 49-yard line. First and 10. Power play coming this way. I believe that was Taylor Lamro, and it was. Gets maybe a yard. Nathan Lucala in on that tackle. Also, Andrew Heron in on the hit. Midway through the third. Lake Fenton by a point. Been a great game, E-Man. Yes, it has. How's it feel being, you know, up in the press box, doing a little football instead of your regular Friday show at the at the studios? Are you missing your any Mexican meals or anything over there? Oh, yeah, there's a little thing with Chujoba going on today. But, uh... <laughs> so you missed out on that. I think Gorgeous George is taking care of it. Here's a quick dive down the middle. Colton Blaha continues to carry out the play fake all the way down to the five-yard line. I mean, it would have been really something if he really did have that football. Well, it would have been. He was 40 yards away from everyone. There was nobody near, but instead the ball carrier took it up the middle for only a couple. Moser was in on the tackle. So let's see what Hunter Blaha can come up with here from the coaching staff at the QB position. He'll come up under center. Third and five. Split backfield, flanker right. Blaha. Calling out something. Uh, looks like he changed the play a little bit. Takes a snap. Hands it right into the midsection of Hudacek. He's going to be short of the first down. Maybe fumbled it again. Looks like there was a little activity under the pile there, but it looks like Owasso's going to hang on to it. And they're going to be maybe a couple of yards short. Helmet came off on him. Oh, that's what was floating around down there. So he has to come out for a play. Coming in for him will be Noah Kreitz. Kreitz has shown some good running ability here early on with the two or three carries he's had. 4.39 to go here in the third. Fourth down, it looks like uh, close to three yards to go. A little confusion by the referees right at the moment. The refs are going to call an official timeout, trying to say how much time is on the clock. 4.45, I think, because the clock was playing too long. Let's see. Yeah, this guy down here on the field just signaled 4.45. There we go. Okay, looks like they're going to put 4.45 on the clock. So referee Cena got them all squared away, and Trojans are going to try and run the play here. A little delay. Let's see if it works to Owasso's advantage or not. Fourth down and three. Again, this is where you do the long count. Blaha takes a snap. Stead rolls to his right. Oh, he has a man wide open. It's caught. Caught on the far side. Granick Pecos. And he takes it to the 30-yard line. They've had a lot of success tonight running that play. Yeah. Well, that's an almost unbeatable play. And Michigan used to run that little quarterback rollout and the pass over to the tight end on the same side of the field. You know, the quarterback would roll right. Yeah. Tight end would run a little square out. And it's virtually impossible to defend. And the Trojans convert. Big fourth down conversion. Now, remember, this drive starting at the 49-yard line. They trail by a point. That's a big conversion right there. Owasso down one. T formation, double tights. Going right to left. Power play. It's handed off to number 11, Noah Kreitz. Got uh, three or four yards. Good good little run around that right end. Looks like we had a banged up Lake Fenton player running off to the sideline or limping off to the sideline. That looked like that was Kyle Parker. 
He goes over to the bench. No, now he goes down right at the 50-yard line on their side of the field. Oh, he is definitely hurting. Not sure what the issue was. He He's a gamer because he got off the field quick, was limping there on one leg, got about to the midfield mark by the bench, and then went down. They're looking at him right now. They just helped carry, They lifted him up, get him over to the bench area. Here's another run by Owasso. Again, the offensive line doing a pretty good job of surging. That was Colton Blaha taking it across the 25 to the 24. Brought down by Lacala and Gavin Dolliver. 3.40 to go here in the third. Third down and a long one to go here. They have it at the 24-yard line of Lake Fenton. T formation, double tight. Hunter Blaha takes the snap, hands it off to his fullback up the gut this time. Has first down yardage and finally hauled down at the 20. That's Colt Blaha that got the dive. Gets the first down. Assistant coach Dallas Littner claps the hand saying, way to go, offensive line. Good surge. So first and 10, Owasso. 3.15 to go here in the third. We got a good one going for you. 20 to 19, Lake Fenton over Owasso. Full house backfield. Tight end each side. Ball at the 20, going right to left. Owasso with it, with the solid navy blue uniforms. Here's a dive up the gut. That's Colton Blaha. Maybe got one. Eric Ward there, along with Alec Moser, in on the tackle for Lake Fenton. Also big number 75, Zach Gibson in there. Second and nine, coming up here for... Owasso, the Trojans, trailing it by one, 20 to 19. We're under two and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. Should be a fun fourth. Start of a football weekend here on the Castle. Three-point podcast will air tonight at right around 9 o'clock. T formation, play action. Laha throws one in the end zone, has a man open. Caught, touchdown, Owasso. Perfect pass by Hunter Blaha from the 20. The shoemaker, number seven? No. I'm trying to see who caught that ball. Hunter Blaha with the pass. That was Brannick's Pecos on the catch. 20-yard completion. So the Trojans regain the lead, 25-20. They'll go for two here. Boy, this is a fun one, buddy. Yeah, it is. The Blaha boys. <laughs> They're having themselves a homecoming 2019. Well, you said it on the on the ride over here in the Castle Chariot. You've been looking forward to watching them in action. There, It's Hunter at quarterback under center. Colton, the left halfback here. They'll hand it off to Hudacek and... I don't think so. The pile's still moving, but I don't think he got there. So he comes up just shy of the end zone, but Owasso takes a 25-20 lead here over Lake Fenton. When it comes to insurance, you really want an agent who cares about you. Oaks Fisher Insurance is a family-owned, independent insurance agency offering hometown service and personal attention for all your personal and business needs. Whether it's auto, farm, home, life, business, or annuities, Oaks Fisher Insurance has the policy you need. 
located at 322 North Water Street in Owasso. Visit oaksfisher.com or call 99-723-3011. Tony Young and the entire Young Family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from a young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, the Trojans regain the lead. Twenty-five, twenty. There's an onside kick attempt. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Let's see who has it. Looks like Lake Fenton has it. That was a legit onside kick, but uh, it is going to give Lake Fenton the ball in good field position. Recovering that one was Colin Schramm, one of the up guys. But Owasso has a 25-20 lead here. See the defense play tight and not get antsy. Well, that's the key right now. I mean, you know, they have this game where they can they can smell it. You know, yeah. just like a rat, you gotta you gotta chew it out, man. And uh, they aren't in that many close games. They lost a, a nail biter to Swartz Creek, but then they gave up 70 last week. Here is a run around left end. The ball carrier running hard. Good carry that time by Kyle Parker. I believe he was the one that was shaken up earlier. I don't know if that was a cramp that he had going on. It looked pretty good there. Yeah. It didn't look hurt. He moved the chains. Good solid run around the left end. Lake Fenton has it now. Under two minutes to go here in the third quarter. A great game here at Wilman Field tonight. Blue Devils have it inside Trojan territory at right around the 46-yard line. Now they're having the referees are having trouble placing the ball down. I think the ref wants to put it down at the 46. Well, what are they doing now? They're saying it was. Oh, they're confusing the heck out of me. They're saying it was, I guess, just short of the first down. They moved the chain game back. So second down in a yard. You don't see that very often when the chains move. Well, here's a dive play. Hamilton takes it. This time he gets the first down yardage across the 45 to the 44. Knife down there by Hunt and uh, Noah Kreitz. Trojans rotating some players here defensively to try and dial up the right combination. First and 10, Lake Fenton. Clock starts back up. A minute 45 to go in the third. Owasso leads it 25-20. Reed Shoemaker looking over that line of scrimmage. Two wideouts on the far side, one over here. They'll run Hamilton in the middle of the line again. Puts the head down. Boy, he's a, he's a tough running back, having a heck of a game. Well, we're going to have our hands full, E-Man, figuring out the drive of the game and the player of the game. Tell you what, Jimmy Hamilton has a lot of carries here tonight, having himself a game. Second down. 
He has a couple of touchdown runs on the ground. Both the Blaha guys have played good. Now we have, again, on second down and short, Trojans jump offsides at least the third time tonight. Yep. And I guess the only the only good thing about that, if there is a good thing, at least they're being aggressive. They're trying to get <laughs> off the ball. Yes. They're getting off the ball so fast, the ball hasn't been snapped yet. But at least they're being aggressive. I got a couple uh, sus players in line for the. Okay. A couple standouts. Good. <laughs> Shoemaker looking over that line of scrimmage. Hands it off to Hamilton again. This time, an open field tackle at the line of scrimmage. I think that was Colton Blaha bringing him down. Hamilton on the carry. Oh, no, actually, that was Kristen Keys with the tackle. Six instead of nine. Down to 25 seconds to go here in the half. Second down and about five. Ball at the 27-yard line of the Trojans. Blue Devils going from left to right. Should be a wild final 12 minutes here on the castle. Hamilton again gets the call. Stacked up at the line of scrimmage this time. No gain. Front wall, the Trojans... Excellent job that time, bringing him down. That'll probably be the last play of the third quarter. Dom Patterson and Charles Pogan on the hit, and that will be the end of the third quarter. So after three here on Z92.5, Owasso, the Trojans lead at 25-20 over the Lake Fenton Blue Devils. The drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately or tonight at 9 p.m. at its normal time slot. <clears throat> Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso is your locally owned hometown furniture store and is proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in India, Indiana, and Ohio. It is built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Right now, Mars has great deals on queen mattresses sets and recliners, starting at just $269.00. Mars has quick financing approval while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso. Check them out on, check them out at MarsFurniture.com. Well, we should have one heck of a fourth quarter, partner. Yep. I'm Ted Patel with Captain E-Man. 25-20, Owasso leads it. Band has stuck around. The crowd has stayed here in the stands, and uh, the rain has held off. Here's Hamilton up the middle again, running hard. He seems like he gets the call every time. He gets close to first down yardage, close to the 20. Looks like they're going to move the chains. He got just enough. So it'll be first and 10 now. Lake Fenton. They're going right to left as we see it here, trying to knock it into that end zone. Over to our left, the north end zone here at OHS. The classic, historical Wilman Field. What a great spot to watch a game. Trojans are putting up a big battle tonight with the five-point lead. Here's the snap out of the shotgun. Hamilton again gets the call. Boy, this is old Bo Schembechler football right now. Yes, sir. To say, here, I'm going to give it to my guy, see if he can stop him. But if he gets five yards of crack, it's going to be tough. 
So he takes it close to the 15. They mark it down at the 16-yard line. Second down and five. Both teams with all three of their timeouts. Owasso leads it 25-20, 11 minutes to go. Reed Shoemaker, the sophomore quarterback, again hands it off to Hamilton. He says, I'm young. I can keep running it. Puts the head down, takes it across the 10, down to about the 7. Can't say enough about this senior running back, Jimmy Hamilton. Six foot one, 215, and he just is getting the call every time now. He's definitely starting to carry the load for their offense. Feed him all he can eat. That's what we always said. They can't stop him right now. The Trojans better start keying on him. 25-20. Trojans on top. Two wideouts far side for Lake Fenton. Again, Hamilton up the middle. Again, good yardage. The five, the four, the two into the end zone. Hamilton takes it in. A nine-yard touchdown run, and Lake Fenton now takes the lead. That was all Hamilton, E-Man. Yep. I would hope he's one of your possible player of the game. Because if he's not, you're going to hear my viewpoint. He's, he has quickly become <laughs> the lead man for the Blue Devils. Here they'll go for the two. Hamilton, they fake it to him. They run a little rollout now. Shoemaker on the right side. Oh, it brought nice. down. That looked like a rodeo. Who was that? Lamro with the open field tackle? No, I guess it was Colton Blaha. What a tackle. See, here's the part where I'm starting to have trouble seeing the numbers. Oh, no <laughs> doubt, man. It's tough. I mean, it's... Come on, guys. I mean, there's no reason to have numbers that are the same color as your jersey and you just outline it. But, hey, yeah. who cares? That's our wine. 26-25. Lake Fenton up by a digit. Until... Uh, William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently located on Backus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William, tax, on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by. Give them a call or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Well, let's see what happens here. Lake Fenton will kick it off to the Trojans. Trojans have played just a solid game, and this could come down to the last possession. But they've right now, even though down a point, they just got to keep their heads in it. Let's see if they can run their offense, stick with what got them to this point. But Lake Fenton, man, behind Hamilton there, that's going to be tough for Owasso to stop it when they get the ball back. Yep. Here's the approach, the kick, low line drive down the middle of the field, fielded at the 15, the 20, 25. Head goes down at the 30, up to the 35-yard line, so Owasa will have it, first and 10, right around the 35-yard line, Colton Blaha with the return. Or no, check that again. That was number six, so there was the confusing uniform issue again. Nope, it is Colton Blaha. Thought it did look like his running style. 26-25, Lake Fenton, 10-22 to go. Homecoming queen, Rachel Dahl, and the king, Braden Triggs, here in homecoming 2019. Watching a very entertaining game here. Boy, they'd like to celebrate homecoming dance tomorrow night with a victory. 
Here's the handoff. Again, that's Colton Blaha from his brother Hunter. Both King candidates. Got maybe a yard. First guy there on the tackle, linebacker Andrew Heron. Ten minutes to go. A one-point Blue Devil lead. It's like Hudacek comes to the sideline, maybe favoring his shoulder a little bit. Trojans going left to right. They have the ball at the 36-yard line, their own 36. Flanker to the right is Taylor Lamro. Play action pass, looking downfield, throws one down the sideline, hanging up in the air. Who has it? They're battling for the ball. Both players have it. They're going to give the catch, I think, to Owasso. Holy cow. Is he going to get overturned? No, they're going to say the interception because it was the defensive back. Walker Ridgeway was fighting Lamro for the, for the ball. The guy right in front of the Trojan bench signaled a catch. There's confusion right now with the referees. He was overturned. That's a tough call to make in front of the Trojan bench, but the referees emphatically say it's going to be Lake Fenton's ball. And when that's all shakes down, E-Man, I think that was probably I, the right call. The right call, yes. So tough break for a while. So boy, Lamro had a legit shot at it. But, I mean, it wasn't perfectly thrown to him. The defensive back had a little bit better position. And they both came down to the ball with the ground, but the DB had a little better grip on it. The defense got to stand tall and strong right here, though. Yep. Shoemaker out of the shotgun. First and ten from the 33. Play action. Throws a pass out. Incomplete behind his intended receiver. That was intended for... Ty Callison, it was behind him, and he slipped down, too. So we still have 9.32 to go in this one. A one-point Lake Fenton lead. This has had everything you could want in a high school football game and more. Started out with some lightning and thunder. About a 15- to 20-minute delay before we started this one. They moved the game up from the original 7 o'clock kickoff to 4 to try and beat some inclement weather. Back to throw again. The quarterback, nobody open temporarily. They finally find a man over in the right flat. Trojan secondary that time. Again, a great job. That was Jimmy Hamilton on the reception that time. Interesting, Lake Fenton all of a sudden going to the airwaves. Let's say uh, originally my uh, <coughs> go-to guy for the Blue Devils was the quarterback. Well, Hamilton, they couldn't. Trojans couldn't stop him the last time around. Now we had uh, a penalty flag, and I think we had maybe 12 men on the field for Owasso, or Owasso calls a timeout before the penalty flag. So Trojans call timeout. 26-25. They trail. 9:03 to go in this one. Don't you dare turn that dial. It's the back-to-school special going on now at Signature Ford in Owasso. Get a great deal on a 2019 Ford Edge, just $179 a month for 24 months, and Signature will deliver right to your front door. Right now, Ford F-150 XLT Super Crew 4x4, just $159 a month for 24 months for Ford returning leases with Ford Red Carpet Lease. $39.89 due at signing, 10,500 miles per year. See Signature Ford in Owasso for all the details. Well, gut check time here for both teams. This has been a good Flip Metro League matchup. Trojans and Devils. 
going at it here. Winding down September. I'll tell you what, you've been treated to a heck of a game. Yes, I know. I, I know Bartman is jealous. You know, <laughs> We haven't had enough good close games. Oh, again, Owasso jumps off sides. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, quarterback's given a hard count, but it seems like he does the hard count right when the flanker back goes in motion, and that's just enough to catch the uh, Trojan defensive lineman's eye and jump off sides. That's four for sure, maybe five. I try to give as much love to the Owasso team as I can on the air, so maybe just giving it back in the luck of E-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, the castle, you can't uh, can't be at a better broadcast spot if you're following Owasso. I mean, we we couldn't be more in the heart of downtown Owasso, right. located right on the corner of Main Street and uh, in Washington. First and ten, Lake Fenton. Ball at the 42. Here's Hamilton back to the carry. Power play right. Again, four yards on that. Cuts across the 45-yard line. This is a critical, critical drive for both teams, but especially Owasso. They've got to figure out a way to slow this Lake Benton team down and get the ball back. You can't let them just suck up all the clock and try to come back and possibly have to get two scores. Right now, if Lake Fenton gets a touchdown and two-point conversion, it'll be a two-score game. So this is really, really key for Owasso. 8-25 and counting. 26-25 Lake Fenton. Second down and four. Or second down and six. Ball at the 47. Here's Hamilton again up the middle. And again, Owasso... Just might be tiring out a little bit on that line. Lake Fenton does have them size-wise, and Hamilton, again, cracks off some big yardage. And the big guy, the 300-pounder in there. Yeah. <laughs> That'll wear you down. So third and one after that Hamilton dive. Colton Blaha in on that last tackle. 7.45 to go. The Blue Devils have it in Owasso territory at the 48, driving from right to left. Shoemaker takes a snap. We had a whistle right before the snap, and Lake Fenton calls a timeout. So their coach, Marty Borski, will discuss it over on that far sideline. Clock stopped with 7.36 to go. 26-25, Lake Fenton over Owasso. Stretch ball game brought to you by Alderman's in Lennon. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacobs Insurance, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Shuckbeer Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors, Signature Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, you can tell from that read that we have tons of advertisers that believe in what we do. And what we do is we support high school athletes. You know, we don't have a five-sponsor five show. We have a boatload of them that know where people listen. Now we get a late flag again. I think Owasso again had 12 men on the field after that timeout. Yep. So you cannot, uh, you know, throw 12 men on the field even if you run a guy out. 
So five yards and a first down, and Trojans right now kind of self-destructing. So it'll be Lake Fenton with the ball first and 10 from the 43-yard line of Owasso. They'll send a wide out way on the far side. One over here this way. Zach Kuhn, and again a penalty. Who's this going to be on? It's a line penalty. False start this time against the Blue Devils. Well, both teams are getting a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. This one coming right down the stretch. Speaking of stretch, they just were stretching out one of the offensive linemen, number 73, John uh, Safi over there for Owasso. Yeah, he was back finally healthy to get the start here tonight. Here's again Hamilton up the middle, puts the head down, gets maybe three to the 45-yard line. Going to be second down and about 12. But the clock will continue to run. Seven minutes and 20 seconds to go. Second down and 12. Trojans have one, uh, two timeouts left. Actually, both teams down to two timeouts. Pete Shoemaker looking over the line. Out of the shotgun again. Two wideouts each way. Now Hamilton goes in the right slot. They'll send a man in motion. They hand it off to him. Mike O'Brien around the right end. Has good yardage. A first down and more. He's finally knocked out of bounds at right around the 25-yard line. Boy, they ran the jet sweep that time to perfection. Slot man from the left slot went in motion away from us. Got the handoff, inside handoff from the quarterback shoemaker out of the shotgun and picks up the first down. First and 10. Lake Fenton with it. Ball down to the 27-yard line of the Trojans. Entertaining game here at Wilman Field tonight. But can the Trojans get off the snide? Can they pick up that first win of the season? Time will tell. Hamilton gets the call again. Falls forward for a couple more yards. Couldn't tell the number on that tackler that time. Might have been Justin Mills, number 22. These are just absolutely horrendous to try and pick up numbers. Darker gets the worse he gets. Right. And I just don't have the best success using binoculars either, you know, with the glasses and trying to look through binoculars. <laughs> That's why it's good to have a spotter. Quarterback rolls out, Shoemaker, gets the corner, looking for a block, and then finally goes out of bounds right around the 21-yard line. It's going to be about four yards short of the first down. Did get around the left corner. Third down and... Almost four. We'll call it three. Oh, no, they bring the bring it back. Third down and four. Third down and five. Ball at the twenty-one. Shoemaker looking over the line out of the shotgun again. He has his workhorse Hamilton to his right. He gets the carry, goes right, and he stood up. Defensive line, nice job that time. Dom Patterson was in on the hit. Looks like he got the big bear hug arms around him. Patterson, the 230-pound senior. So brings up fourth down now in five. Gideon Gideon Millar on that hit also. 
Fourth and five. Man in motion. They tried to draw Wasso off sides. Let's see if they still run a play. Three wide outs to the right. So, oh, it looked like Lake Fenton might have jumped the gun. Quarterback getting rushed. Number yeah. 70, I believe. A sack on fourth down. Going to ask for a better time for that. That was Charles Pogue, not 70, number 30. So big play by Pogue. He got a full head of steam going. So Owasso gets it back, and what a defensive stand there for the Trojans. Perfect time for one of those uh, very impressive long time length drives. Well, here we go. Five. 27 to go. Will this be the drive? Will this be the one, E-Man? Put him over. Let's do it. Get the karma. <laughs> Hunter Blaha under center. Flanker to the right. That's Taylor Lamro. Going left to right. Power play. They'll have Hunter Blaha out to lead the blocking. Hunter, Colton Blaha goes out of bounds. Finally hauled out at the Trojan bench. Also some pretty good blocking downfield that time by Keegan Potter. A six-yard pick up there. Yep, stops the clock with 522 as he went out of bounds, takes it up to about the 36-yard line. Trojan 36. Hunter Blaha gets the play call. Short side of the field here on the Trojan side. Going left to right. One-point ball game. Lake Benton on top. We're coming down the stretch. Split backfield. Lamro the right flanker. Same play. Power play. Colton Blaha puts head down. There he goes. He's at the 40. The 50. He's down the sideline, the 40, run out of bounds at about the 30. Now it's the Trojans' time to say, hey, see if you can stop me. Colton Blaha, probably one of your contenders for player of the game, I would guess. <laughs> Might come down to who wins this one, E-Man. Yep. Well, Clock stopped with 5.15 to go. This has been a great matchup. A couple of pretty evenly matched teams. As I said in our chat, Devin Pringle said he finally got his squad healthy. And look at the difference. Playing real competitive football right now. 26-25. Trojans on a drive from the 30. Split backfield. Here's Colton up the middle. Fighting hard, still on his feet, takes it to the 25, maybe coughed it up. Oh, who has the ball? No signal yet. Who's at the bottom of the pile with it? Lake Fenton. Oh, doctor. A good hard run, and maybe the second effort killed him. Gavin Dolliver with the recovery. Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesels, fuel, NL gas, and 90 octane. Recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebeeoil.com. Well, here we go. 5.05 to go. Lake Fenton with the ball. They hand it off to Hamilton. Who else? Gets a couple yards up the gut to about the 25. Dominic Patterson there and on the hit. Also helping out Charles Pogue. But the clock will continue to run. Lake Fenton won't be in any big hurry right now. Taking their time. 440 and counting. 26-25. The Blue Devils lead the Trojans. 
It's been a classic here at Wilman Field. Trojans are trying to get their hands back on the ball, but if they look at this tomorrow and lose this one, some untimely turnovers and penalties really has hurt them. Be more stare running. Here's Hamilton again on the dive play. Again, we're not keeping stats tonight with E-Man filling in last minute, but I will tell you, Hamilton's probably carried that ball over 20 times, maybe 25 times. The majority of those coming here in the second half. Third down, though, and a long six. The Trojan defense trying to dig in. Under four minutes to go. Three wideouts on the far side. Lake Fenton going right to left. The sophomore quarterback takes a shotgun snap. Pump fakes, throws it over the middle, almost intercepted. Ill-advised pass that time, intended for Mike O'Brien. But the Trojans had that one sniffed out. Good coverage. Peyton Fields was there, almost intercepted that one. So it'll be fourth down. There should be no debate here as they finally send their punt team out. you got to do that. And on a wet evening, yeah, I, the all-important snap. Nothing is automatic. And uh, how about that Trojan defense after that turnover coming up big? It's a great stand. That's definitely what they needed. 26-25. Punter takes a snap. Good snap. Kick is up. End over end. It's Lamro. Picks it, drops it on the field. Nawaso recovers it at the 33. It could have been another disaster. Boy, Lambro had the right idea, and I think just took his eye off it for a split yeah. second because he had a lot of green. We'll be back maybe with the Trojans' final drive right after this. Maybe you've seen the videos of the Specialized Sports Parent Support Group or the kid holding the press conference to announce his retirement from sports. The problem is that they'd be really funny if there wasn't a lot of truth there. Multiple sport participation provides a healthier experience and lifestyle for kids and families. Multi-sport participation is cross-training for life. Learn more at the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. T-formation from the 32. Here's Taylor Lamro Runs over one of his own guys. Fighting hard for yardage. Both arms on the ball. And he gets about nine on that run between left guard and tackle. No, they say he got ten. I think. This referee here was saying move the chains. He got a good spot. First down, Owasso. He crosses the 40 to the 43 of OHS. They'll start the clock back up. Three minutes and 30 seconds to go. Trojans trying to knock it into that south end zone. The band has come back out of the bus they were sitting in in the first half. They're in their regular perch in the south bleachers. Ready for their post-game show, and they'd like to be playing those instruments with a win. Flanker right. Quick pitch. Power play. Here's Colton Blaha. Oh, tackled from the head. Big play that time. Number 54, Alec Moser with a tackle. That was uh, number 11 on the carry, Noah Kreitz. Good clean tackle that time. But that was a hard one. Second down and 11. We're under three minutes to go. 2.45 left. Trojans trailing Lake Fenton by a point. You're hearing all this head-knocking action on Z92.5, the castle. The radio station for high school sports in our area. That's a given. Single back. Flanker in motion this way. Oh, fumbled on the field. Blaha picked it up. Did he lose it? He lost it, but we do have a penalty flag. Lake Fenton has the ball. 
Did the referee pick up the flag? Was he just throwing the flag to mark where it was at? I think that's what he did. So another turnover, Ben Munzer, with the recovery. And it might be Owasso coming up short. Too many turnovers. And that one was a mixed, missed exchange. And then trying to recover it, Hunter Blaha couldn't get it. So back to Lake Fenton. But still 2.25 to go. 26-25, the Blue Devils. I don't think they're going to get too fancy. They're going to just probably, oh, Hamilton, is he going to come out? That's a little bit of a surprise. I don't know if he's banged up or not. Walker Ridgeway comes in for him. You can tell Hamilton's played a solid game. He's got the muddiest uniform. Yeah. <laughs> so Ridgeway comes out over here. He's joined by Zach Coon going right to left. They fake an inside handoff. Quarterback rolls to his right. Shoemaker throws a pass against his body. It bounces to the receiver. It went to Ryan Morani. Moraney, I look a little surprised with that call. Yeah, this this close of the game with that less time on the clock, I wouldn't even risk it. I'm not. Yeah, again, I'm not sure about that. Again, I, it, we're perfect up here <laughs> in our coaching abilities up in the press box, but that that was a head scratcher. Yeah, that stops the clock on the incompletion. So, in essence, a timeout for Owasso. Two eighteen to go. A one point Blue Devil lead. The tension is thick here. Not many in the crowd have left. Here's the dive up the middle. <laughs> the ball carrier stacked up. Mike O'Brien, he fought forward for a little bit more yardage. Oh, if you notice that the Trojans were doing their best to try and pull that out of there. Dominic Patterson in on the tackle, also helping out Cam Andrews. Trojans call their second timeout. It's going to be third down coming up. Cheerleaders are trying to get the crowd all fired up in here, throwing footballs everywhere. How are we, how we doing on our spots? We up to date? We're, we're right there. All right. I'll get one in real quick. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cabot to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. It's Saturday, 8 to 11.30. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. What if everyone cared like family? At Memorial Healthcare, they understand the power of compassion and are committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner with excellent providers you can trust, people who know you as neighbors, because this is more than helping patients. This is family. The 26 satellite office locate, loca located throughout Shiawassee County and several surrounding counties, including Saginaw, Clinton, Ingham, and Genesee. You can find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Well, here we go. Hamilton gets the handoff, gets only a couple yards. It's going to be fourth down, two minutes to go. Lake Fenton. Looking at fourth down and about seven. Trojans out of timeout. Lake Fenton has a couple, so they, my guess would be they would go for it here. At the very least, even if you can get five yards to the 35, do you take a chance and try to punt it and get them deep? The, the risk you got there is a bad snap. Trojans are out of timeout. 
So both teams talking it over right now, and uh, we've had ourselves a whale of a football game. 26-25, Lake Benton over Owasso. It's all coming down to this fourth down play for the Blue Devils. If you're the Trojans, again, we've said it many times, you know, you got to stay to home. Don't jump off sides. You don't want to give Lake Benton a fourth down and short. They're looking at fourth and eight right now. They'll send two wideouts this way, two wideouts the other way. The dangerous Hamilton at running back. They're back to throw. They'll swing pass out here. It's complete. Oh, they got some blockers. Big call, big play. And they just closed out the game. So a big completion there to Zach Kuhn. How about the play call by Coach Borski, huh? Yeah. Little rollout. Got the swing pass out complete, and they had their linemen going full bore. So they can kneel this one away. We'll keep it here right at the moment. A minute 45 to go. It'll be first down Lake Fenton. They have it at the 26-yard line, you know. And I know Owasso fans getting tired of hearing that. It's a good effort. But I will say this. It was one whale of an effort. Lake Fenton stays in the shotgun. Of course, they've been there all game. Still important to get the good snap. Hamilton gets the play call. He's hauled down right about the line of scrimmage. Clock continues to move with a minute 19 to go. With Owasso, I'm I'm a little surprised at that because Owasso has no more timeouts. Why risk running it into the line of scrimmage? Just down it and kneel it. I mean, you basically have this game pretty well wrapped up and can kneel it out, but... That's tense for everybody. Lake Fenton wants this win, too, to improve to 3-0 with a big matchup against Goodrich next week. 49 seconds to go in this one. They'll shotgun snap it again. The quarterback hands it off to Hamilton into the line, breaks a tackle at the 20. The 15 takes it down to about uh, the 3, and they get the first down. So Lake Fenton going to pick up the win here. Let's see if they finally do kneel it down here. Because the they have it at the four-yard line. We're down to 30 seconds to go. And it looks like a, a Lake Fenton player again went down with a cramp. It might have been Hamilton again. Boy, he's, he had a heck of a game. Yeah. So they're just letting the clock run down. I don't know if they're going to. What's the referee doing? The ball was at the four-yard line. Is he saying it's <laughs> it's over or what? I guess Lake Fenton doesn't even have to run another play. They're down to four seconds, three. That's the ball game. So they didn't even have to run another play. How about that? So the final, an unbelievable game here at Wilman Field. But Lake Fenton, the Blue Devils, prevail and pick up the win. They win it 26-25. We'll be back with our recap and our final spots here at the, at the uh, press box right after this back at the studios. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene.
Your number one St. John's Red Wing fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Albion Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to ensure your game, your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance is your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, E-Man, you were treated to one whale of a game here this evening. That one was a fun one, and if you're a Trojan fan, that's a heartbreaker here in homecoming. But they gave a heck of an effort. Owasso took the lead to start the game. 3.27 to go, a four-yard run by Colton Blaha. The PAT was good by Noah Jaffrey. and made it 7-0 the Trojans. Lake Fenton came back, scored on a 21-yard run by Jim Hamilton. Two-point try was no good, but Owasso took a 7-6 lead. Then Owasso came back, 3.18 to go in the second. A 60-yard run by Colton Blaha. The PAT no good, but Owasso had a 13-6 lead. Lake Fenton struck again. Minute 50 to go in the half. A 40-yard touchdown pass from Reed Shoemaker to Mike O'Brien. Two-point try was no good. Owasso was hanging on to a 13-12 lead. Owasso then, 18 seconds to go in the first half. 11-yard run by Hunter Blaha, and they took some momentum to the locker room. Two-point try was no good, but a 19-12 Owasso lead at the half. Lake Fenton came back. 6.20 to go in the third, a 13-yard run by Jim Hamilton. The two-point pass was good to Mike O'Brien, and Lake Fenton took their first lead of the evening. Then Owasso came back, 2.07 to go in the third, a 20-yard pass from Hunter Blaha to Brannix Pecos. No, no good on the two-point try, but Owasso with a five-point lead. Then it came down to the fourth quarter. 10.29 to go, a nine-yard run by Jim Hamilton. His third touchdown run as he pretty much was the story in the second half for the Blue Devils. Two-point try was no good, but they got the all-important lead. They led by one. Then Owasso had at least three chances coming down the stretch. They fumbled it with about five minutes to go and, and gave it back. They got the ball back with about 3.38 to go. They had a last gas try with about two minutes to go and then coughed it up again and Lake Fenton was just able to close the game out and pick up the one-point win. So Lake Fenton improves to 3-2 and two for all games, 3-0 and oh in the league, and they got a huge matchup against Goodrich next Friday night. Owasso falls to 0-5. They take on Clio. A week from tonight. Uh, any final thoughts on this ball game, E-Man, before we sign this thing off and you give know, our awards out? The, tro the uh, Trojans looked really good. Just got to hold on to that football down that stretch. And uh, second half, the defense got a little uh, little jumpy Nancy. Uh, they just got to work on that a little bit. But uh, today, Blaha brothers, very impressive. Yep. Got to give them big... Had a good game. Yeah, they were they were a very impressive to see. I hear I hear it all the time, but it's impressive. The Trojans looked pretty good, despite. Well, I, they did. The Trojans played a very solid game. I mean, it's a game of breaks, though. And when yeah. you look at the stats tomorrow, you're going to find you know turnovers, untimely penalties, and if you could somehow clean that up, and I'm sure the coaching staff will work very hard on that as they always do. But if you clean that part up. Trojan, it would be a different story in this yes, game, I believe without so. a doubt. 
But, uh, again, we got to give credit to Lake Fenton for hanging in there. Things weren't going their way. But, boy, oh, boy, they closed it out when they had to. All right, let's, let's give out a couple of honorees. Uh, Drive of the Game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Well, I think in this kind of game, you almost have to give the drive of the game the final drive that led to points and the game winner for Lake Fenton. They they knocked in a touchdown with 10:29 to go in the fourth quarter, and that'll be the drive of the game. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. I think so, too. The player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following uh, tonight. Well, you can listen Normally. to it tonight at 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. But check it out at, at 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, it's a fun one. We had some. Uh, we definitely had some opinions on the University of Michigan. Michigan State, we had Joe Jank, our Spartan insider, joining us and uh, also broke down uh, what the Lions have been doing this season. Okay, our player of the game. You want me to throw a name out there and see if you agree with it? I think we both got the same guy. Jim Hamilton. Yep. Yep. Three touchdowns, the game-winning score, just uh, had a heck of a second half, carried the ball a bunch, and uh, the Blaha boys both had good games for a while, so it was a good effort, but Hamilton got the game winner. That's the difference. So congratulations to him, our three-point podcast player of the game. We'll be back and do it again next week. Hopefully Bartman can be with us as we don't have any weather problems. It will be homecoming in St. John's as they will take on the Hazlitt Vikings and that will again be followed by Three Point Podcast and speaking of Three Point Podcast 9 o'clock tonight you'll be able to hear our radio version of our sports fest. So that's it for me. We'll give it back to Captain E-Man with the final words. Tonight's football brought to you by Alderman's in Lennon, Allaby Brewbaker's Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Jacob's Insurance, Insurance, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Suckbeer, Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors, Signature Ford, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Ted Patel, I'm Captain E-Man. We are sending you back to the studio with Z92.5 The Castle. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of Three Point Podcast. Three sports guys, three different generations, three red-hot takes on sports and pop culture. I'm Ted Patel, Sportsnet Michigan, and Z92.5 The Castle. On the phone is Matt Burns of ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Jared Patel is also on the phone. He's of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 TV in Grand Rapids. Our partners include Main Street Pizza with locations throughout mid-Michigan, the Corona Connection, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineering Services. Thanks also to our website network teammates, Sports Radio Detroit, and our radio home, D92.5 The Castle. Well, I'll tell you what, we got a lot to get into. We're going to break down the state of Wolverine football. Michigan State moves into the top 25, and Coach Mark Cantonio passes Duffy Doherty, and the Lions stay undefeated. How about that? We're going to get it all rolling right after these important messages. Welcome to 
the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In a unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Advanced Elevator Company features top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators. An area business leader and longtime supporter of the Corona Public Schools and a proud partner of Three Point Podcast. All right, guys, you know, uh, we're recording a little later than normal because of different schedules, but, uh, you know, last weekend we got to get into just a little bit. And uh, before we get into Michigan, Michigan State, uh, I just, again, want to send a big shout out to Jason Beldiga and his staff over at Corona High School putting on the very first inaugural. Athletic Hall of Fame ceremony weekend. Uh, it was it was very cool. And I, by the way, Jared, I must say, and I know it went. It was appreciated by your dad. It was good to see you there. You were out there golfing, but you stuck around for the dinner and uh, saw your dad's high school basketball team honored. It was it was pretty cool, wasn't it? It, it was a really cool event. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was cool to see all the old timers there. And uh, Matt, we got a nice shout out from them. Three Point Podcast. You know, we did step up and did interviews with everybody. And uh, you know, we were in the program. We got a shout out uh, from the MC. It, it was cool to be a part of. I'm glad we were able to do that. And it, it may be an annual special that we do every year. That's cool to hear, though. That. You know, the inaugural event went went well, and people showed up and had a good time. Yeah. Let's hear what Matt's weekend uh, was like. I know you had kind of a whirlwind trip to Michigan, didn't you? Yeah, so I kind of made a last-minute trip back to Michigan. I have one of my best friends, uh, a Corona alum also, Zach Marble. He lives in South Korea now. He comes back, you know, every couple of years or whatever for a long stretch. So he, he's in town, and then my parents just sold my childhood home, and, you know, that's the whole, like, process going on. So I wanted to make it back. To see Zach, see my buddy, we went to Grand Rapids and got together with a bunch of friends. And then we like, I hung out with the family at my parents' house and stuff. So just kind of a quick trip back to Michigan. But it was, it was kind of crazy because, uh, you know, it was a little bit last minute. So flights were a little limited. I was flying into Flint, so it's already a little limited flying into Flint. And, you know, I didn't want to pay a fortune. So the best flight, the best option was leaving on Saturday at noon and landing at 2 in Flint. So obviously Michigan kicked off at noon. So I was contemplating buying the Wi-Fi on the flight, listening or, you know, watching, or just enjoying my flight and having a nice surprise when I landed to Flint and opened my phone up to see the score. Well, 
the flight attendant let us know that no Wi-Fi on the flight, so that kind of made my mind up right there because I think I was about to pay for the Wi-Fi once once kickoff was coming around. I was, you know, wanting to see the game. But honestly, like through, during the flight, I was thinking like, you know, we're going to land, and I feel like it's going to be a 14 to 10, 17 to 10. I wasn't expecting anything crazy. Last play I saw before we took off was Wisconsin was up 7-0, and Ronnie Bell had caught that pass for the 68-yard, you know, the bomb mm-hmm. down the sideline. Michigan was threatening to score. That's the last play I saw before we took off. So I'm kind of feeling a little good. I'm like, cool, Michigan's about to punch it in and tie it up. We land, and, you know, I'm kind of a little nervous. Like, what am I about to see? When I turn my phone off airplane mode, beep, 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 starts blowing up. 70 text messages come through from friends, from other people. The first text I, like, open and read is from a buddy that I work with up in uh, Bristol. Well, he works up in Bristol at ESPN. His text said, do not check the score with the skull and bones emoji. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. I opened up a group text I had with a bunch of buddies, all Michigan fans, and the first thing I saw was nothing I can repeat on this podcast anyway. And I was just like, oh, man, what am I about to see? Open up the app to see the score and see 28-0 at halftime. And I was just like, what the hell just happened? I mean, like, I, I couldn't even believe it. I, I did not expect a blowout either way. Like, I didn't think it'd be a Michigan blowout, and I didn't expect to see a Wisconsin blowout. Especially, like I said, the last play I saw, Michigan was threatening to score. And I was like, how do we not even get a field goal out of that? That was just crazy. I mean, you guys got to, well, you guys were busy, I guess, at the golf scramble. So maybe it was good that you weren't watching it either. But, man, that was just, I don't know. I, I didn't expect it. I know, Jared, you've already hunted on Michigan, probably even more so now. But, I didn't expect to see that game on Saturday. Yeah, I definitely want to hear Jared's take here in just a second, but I'll tell you what I was doing. I didn't go to the scramble. I took my dad to the dinner itself, so that was at 2 o'clock. So I was there and watched what happened after that play. First of all, it was good that you got on the plane first or you would have had to use the barf bag. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) I mean, Michigan puts in their fullback, defensive lineman, whatever you want to call that dude, and he fumbles the ball. And they drive it right back down the field. And then it was just, it was completely a massacre from that point. When I left home, it was 21 to nothing. And you can see they were done. So, you know, the old DVR guy here, yeah, I DVR'd it all right. But when I got home, I immediately hit the X. It was gone. You know, I was keeping up to date on what was happening. So it was, it was about a, as bad an ass kicking that you could ever see, especially coming off a, a bye week. I, I still have to kind of comprehend what went on. I'm sure our youngster, Jared, might have a few thoughts. So why don't you fire away, J-Rod? Just, uh, just a couple of uh, notes on Matt's story. So first off, the, when he got on the plane and they told him that he didn't have Wi-Fi, if Ted was in that situation, him without TV for a few hours, he probably would have got off the flight right then and there and went home. That's fair. Uh, number two, and this is kind of like an inside joke, but the picture of you and your buddies, Matt, I kind of had like the inside joke when I saw it, like, oh, like it must be like a Sigma Pi, like get the reunion or something. It did, uh, it did kind of look like a fraternity like reunion. That's or what something. I like, thought it was. We, we joked about it, all of us in our like mid-30s beards. You know, like sitting at a brewery. Yeah, it, we did kind of laugh at that photo, too. This game, I mean, my God, very similar uh, sort of thing, Matt, where I got out of golfing and checked my phone, and you just it, you're, you almost couldn't believe it. Even even me, who had punted on this team after watching Middle Tennessee State's quarterback look like Doug Flutie against us, even me, who punted on the season then, was still shocked because it's Wisconsin. I mean, yeah, Wisconsin looks really good against Michigan, but we've always kind of been able to handle 
Wisconsin. It was embarrassing. And the thing, and it's, I was going through and checking the stats when it was halftime, 17-2 to first downs for Wisconsin. But the thing that just, like, really bothered me about this, subbing in Ben Mason, what pisses me off about that move is that you know that we had the whole bye week to craft up this game plan, and you know the first few plays are scripted. So they made sure to script a Ben Mason read option, <laughs> and you knew that, like, in the coach's room, they're like, oh, we're going to send a message. Like, he's going he's gonna to crack some skulls. Ben Mason is going to send a message here on this play, and he just fumbles the game away. And, and the, the team just had no fight, no heart. You, you fumble once, and Wisconsin goes basically the whole length of the field and scores, and then we have no no answer when we know exactly what they're going to do, which is basically run the ball every single play with a guy named Jonathan Taylor. He's a good running back, but his name's Jonathan. I mean, there's just something about that name that's just kind of weird. Well, he's definitely, definitely a good running back. He's a good running back, but it's just the way that Paul Christ basically just Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. What happened to our identity? Like, did we force Jim Harbaugh to do this by, you know, telling him to go back, run the spread, like, stop doing what you do? Because I don't know about you guys, I would rather take losing to Ohio State every year if it meant we would beat Wisconsin, not get ran off the field by Wisconsin. And that's what happens when we basically us. We should take blame. We forced Harbaugh to do this stupid spread offense, this gimmick offense, which he clearly has no idea how to run. It looks like a Madden offense. Yeah, but you call it a gimmick offense, they, but they aren't really running it right. I mean, you see the big-time schools like Alabama and others, they run it. Michigan hasn't. They, it seems to me like they didn't, uh, they didn't buy in completely to do that. I mean, that, obviously with Mason in the game at that stage of the game and then coughing it up, I mean, what part of that says spread? Yeah, that, that's what seems kind of weird. And obviously, I didn't watch every single play of the game, but just seeing what I did and then from the previous two games, it does seem like there's not really an identity to the offense. It was supposed to be, yeah, this, yo, Josh Gaddis bringing in this spread, right? Right. And uh, it doesn't seem like, what, two games ago, Zach Charbonnet's carrying it 33 times. Right. Then all of a sudden, yeah, Ben Mason comes in on that opening drive. And, yeah, it almost seems like I know – Josh Gaddis, first time calling plays, so you know you got there's an adjustment there. He's got to learn, but it seems like almost like gun shy, or maybe he like the shadow of Harbaugh is over him, so he's trying to like do things to make Harbaugh happy, even though he is like the primary play caller, Gaddis. So yeah, it just seems like there's no identity. I don't know. And then you know shuffling the quarterbacks around, and then the quarterbacks are getting injured, and now like the third string quarterback might be starting this weekend. So oh. It, it just seems like it. It seems like there's no identity. I guess kind of like what you said right now. How about uh, the guy who you guys said was going to be the next Earl Campbell, Zach Charbonnet, two carries, six yards. The guy you guys are saying was an elite back. But the thing well, that, that, I, that I wonder, you know, I don't know hurt. if you guys saw all last week. There was a bunch of like rumor mill going on that he was going to have knee surgery, oh. and you know they like Michigan said that wasn't true, but then. Obviously, something must be up if he goes from 33 carries two weeks ago to two carries. There, there must be something. There. I, I got to think that his knee is a little banged up or something. Yeah, I don't think that was the skill level. There's something going on. There's right. something, something we don't know about. The thing that I don't understand, why is the offense taking on the flag? Since exactly. Ohio State last year, Don Brown is, is, over, is over the hill. I don't know if it's like Alzheimer's starting to sink in in his brain, but he just has no idea what he's doing anymore. 
will lay it out. I mean, they give up 60 to Ohio State. I What they give up in the bowl game? 40-something? Yeah, 42 or Then 35 like to Wisconsin? What? And then they had absolutely no effort in that game against Wisconsin. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. It was like a complete embarrassment. I, I don't remember the last time Michigan – had a had just a no effort game. That, that's about as bad as I remember. You know, and they've had a few in, in the years past, but not very often. And that was just a complete egg. And I guess the big question is, uh, I, I agree with you, Jared. What the hell happened to Don Brown in that vaunted defense? But what what now is Michigan's future? You know, you're already hearing the people talk about that's it for Harbaugh. And I think I think it is a gut check time for Harbaugh. And this season isn't completely gone, but. For anybody that thinks they're going to go out and beat Ohio State in that last game, man, I don't think too many people are thinking that anymore. I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. I mean, obviously everyone's talking right now in the media about, you know, a lot of people are saying fire Harbaugh. I would be surprised if, if Jared, you're not already on that side of, like, it's time to move on, bring Brady Hope back. Like, you know, <laughs> bring it shoot. back. Wink, wink. No, right. bring him back. And, you know, like, my thing is, is why does it have to be – so extreme like why why do you have to be so extreme one way or the other why does it have to be Harbaugh's done he's overrated he's overpaid he's the worst coach in the Big Ten you know so extreme that way or if you don't have that take you're like a complete fanboy you're drinking the Michigan Kool-Aid you've got your amazing blue sunglasses on and you can't see through them clearly like why does it have to be so extreme one way or the other why can't you kind of be down the middle and clearly seeing that this isn't what we wanted when we brought Harbaugh in. He hasn't been able to beat the ranked teams on the road. He hasn't won as, as an underdog, all those stats that everyone knows. But also, like, pumping the brakes and, and saying, like, hey, he's 40-15. and 15. The big thing he hasn't been able to do are some of those stats, but then getting over the Ohio State hump. Like, things could be a lot worse. Now, yes, things could be a lot better, too. But, like, people that are sitting here saying, like, fire Harbaugh, he's terrible, he's overpaid, this isn't what we wanted when he came in. I feel like, like kind of like Jared said, the fan base, or I don't know if it's administration, what, what's going on, like I wonder if he's being pushed in so many different directions and it's, it's kind of messing with him. Because then you see people saying, like, we want the Harbaugh back that was throwing his headset down, throwing his papers down, screaming at the officials, the passion and everything. But it was like, yeah, but when he was doing that, people were calling him a crybaby. People were saying he wasn't representing Michigan. People were saying, you know, he wasn't a Michigan man, but now they want it back. I feel, I feel like people just, like, will not like anything Harbaugh does, no matter what. Here's the truth of it. I don't think Harbaugh should be fired because I don't think we can really truthfully get anyone that's a better coach than him. Now, that's pretty incredible say when you're losing to Wisconsin 35 a squad. I think you could pretty much throw anyone into coach, any Division One coach, and they wouldn't lose to Wisconsin 35-0. Well, we didn't lose 35 No, it was 35 Right. Jim Harbaugh lost any sort of name, you know, bump that he had, any sort of hype that he had when he came into Michigan. Remember, we could, it's, I honestly felt like when he first came into Michigan that he could take a 500 team, and because of how good he was as a coach, he could have them win nine or ten games. I believe the exact opposite now. I don't believe in his coaching ability anymore. All the like, hype that Harbaugh had when he first came into Michigan, everyone wanting to go there, all over social media, we're Jumpman, we're the only Jumpman team. It's all gone. So it's like, if we couldn't do it within these first five years, I really don't think we're going to be able to do it anytime soon. There's a lot of people that uh, that agree with you, Jared. And I think if you would have asked me Saturday night or Sunday, I would have been a lot more livid. I've had a chance just to sit back a little bit. I'm kind of, 
<sighs> I, I hate to say I'm back in the middle a little bit, but the one thing that Harbaugh has to clean up, yeah, he's 40 and 15 at Michigan. Matt kind of glossed over it a little bit, and these stats are really completely staggering, and, and they have to clean this up, or Harbaugh does have to go. You cannot be... 1-9 against top 10 opponents. You cannot be 0-7 as the underdog, and you certainly cannot be whitewashed against Ohio State. you got to figure out a way to be a 10- or 11-win program. you got to beat Michigan State at least 50% of the time, and ideally two out of three. And then you got to split with Ohio State. you got to get back to that level. Is Harbaugh the guy? Uh, I say you still roll with him because you got to roll out this season. And you know, you know what? This guy, he is a true pro. I mean, he played NFL football at a high level. He played for both. He played for Mike Ditka. He has got to still have that fire in the belly somewhere, and he has to realize, you know what? we got to get our craft together, and it's got to happen now. Now, he has no bye week to prepare, but he does have Rutgers coming in. He's banged up, but you don't think that the talks this week was, guys, you're putting on the legendary maize and blue uniforms, and you put that piece of crap out there, you better gut check yourselves. And I think this is the time the players have to do it, too. I'm with you. And, you know, that's the thing, too, is you, you can definitely, there are definitely times and signs that you can see that there's problems with the coaching you know, whatever team you're looking at. You know, you can see the problems with the coaching. But at some point it does come down down to the players executing. Like Josh Gaddis is getting a lot of heat for his play calling. But when you look at some of these plays, Shea Patterson or whoever the quarterback is aren't making a lot of the right reads or the offensive line isn't blocking or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, at some point the players got to execute and the players have to step up and make plays. Now, Harbaugh still deserves criticism for everything for sure. that you laid out with some of those stats and records. But, you know, something that I think is funny, too, is seeing all this hate about, you know, like former players coming out and bashing the program, or even like Chris Spielman came out. He's not even a former Michigan, <laughs> he's a former Buckeye, saying this is, isn't what Michigan football is and, and all this stuff, and talking about the history of Michigan football. And I think that's part of the problem is fans and some other people have, like, unrealistic expectations or memories of what Michigan football is. Michigan football is, I mean, what I'm a, I'm a diehard Michigan fan, but... Michigan football is traditionally an 8-10 to 10 or 11-win program, and mixing in every once in a while, like 97 or 2006, when they have a legit team and they run the table, and obviously, you know, 6 they ended up losing to Ohio State. But, you know, traditionally, Michigan is an 8-10 to 10 or 11-win program, and that's where Harbaugh has them back to. The difference is Michigan used to win the Big Ten championship a lot, and Harbaugh hasn't done that, and they used to beat Ohio State and Michigan State on a more consistent basis. And obviously he's yet to do that. So when it comes to just wins, like Harbaugh has Michigan back to where they are. He just has to get over some of those humps that you laid out, Ted, when beating ranked teams on the road, beating top ten opponents, beating Ohio State is the big one. Because two of the years he's been there, he beats Ohio State, they probably win the Big Ten Championship, and they're in the college football playoff. So, I mean, it's a lot easier. It's a hypothetical or whatever, but... A lot easier said than done beating Ohio State. But I, I just sometimes I laugh at when people act like this is a dumpster fire, like this is Florida it's, State, it's this fire. is Tennessee or whatever. It's like it's not as bad as some people make it out to be. Matt, when you, when you are down 35 to squat to Wisconsin, it's a dumpster fire. When you got Mason running the rock, it's a dumpster fire. When Josh Gaddis is calling plays for your team, it's a dumpster fire. He should have been fired right on the spot. I would be fine if we just fired Gaddis and Harbaugh cut plays the rest of the year. 
it's almost like this offense reminds me of like my powder puff football team <laughs> offense that I ran back in where I drew up like it was my first time, you know, being like offensive coordinator. I, I we had like thirty plays. And when it got to the game, pressure's on. Our team could not remember any of them. When it, in actuality, I should have just had like five plays that we could execute to perfection. That's what this Michigan team, it's like, it's almost like Harbaugh started running the spread, and now we're like way too cute. Putting Ben Mason in at running back, running like pistol formation, uh, McCaffrey at slot, running screens them. Like, just get like 10 plays. Like, dumb it down a little bit. You're like, you're saying that, like, Matt, you're saying like, Shea Patterson is missing reads. I would say that Shea Patterson is a solid quarterback. If he's missing reads, it's because this offense is, like, way too sophisticated for what it needs to be. I mean, you're going against Wisconsin. If you have any sort of wide receivers who can run a fly route better than these crap corners from Wisconsin who are not good athletes, you should be able to put up points. Like, 35 to, to 14 is just a joke. 35 to 0, we really should not have even scored. It, I mean, who, who knows? By, by the, I, I'm with you on everything you're saying, Jared, but, you know, by the end of the year, this loss might not look that bad. Wisconsin might, I mean, right now they look like easily maybe the second-best team in the Big Ten behind Ohio State. You know, by the end of the year, this loss might not look that bad if Ohio or if Wisconsin is in the discussion for a you know national championship. But but yeah, you, you shouldn't be getting blown out like that. that. That's not making any excuses. But you know, like I, I remember back in 2016, two very similar situations happened. Michigan State was ranked number eight in the third game of their season. They got their doors blown off by Wisconsin, and they ended up. That was the year they ended up going three and nine. So that Wisconsin loss kind of started them down down a bad path. Same year, 2016, Michigan blew the doors off of Penn State in the fourth game of the year. But Penn State went on a crazy run that year with Trace McSorley and Saquon Barkley. They ended up winning the Big Ten. So I kind of feel like Michigan's going to fall like in the middle. I don't think they're going to go three and nine right now. It doesn't look like they're going to win the Big Ten championship. But that you know, how are they going to respond? I mean, you talked about it, Ted. Like they don't have a bye week, but they've got Rutgers. This is a great game to go out there and make a statement try and work some kinks out, I don't know, and don't struggle. <laughs> right. You go in there and struggle with Rutgers, and then you got Iowa next week, you, you might be setting yourself up for a pretty bad season. Well, I think we broke this down pretty well. Any final thoughts, Jared? I know yeah, I've meant... I have a lot more. Well, hold on a minute. Before you I do... Say, I... I've, I've definitely got one more, too. <laughs> okay, but I was going to say, I, I forgot to bring it up when we had Reggie Walker on last time, and, and you, I don't know if you were doing it to stir him up, but when you made the comment about, oh, yeah, I mean, that Penn State game, that's, that's a nothing. We just blow by that. That, that doesn't concern me at all. You, you really really meant that? <laughs> Pretty damn dumb, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty damn dumb. That's what I'd say to that. Um, yeah, I meant that when I said it. Okay. I, how stupid. That's just like, I, and that was one of the, my main thoughts on Saturday. Why did we have such high expectations for this team? Like, really, when you think about it. It's like we lost Devin Bush, we lost Chase Winovich, we lost Rashawn Gary. Why did we think this defense is going to be really good? Why did we I mean, really they, think this offense is going to be really good? It, it just, we set the expectations way too high for this team. Matt, you said it right. We're an eight-win program. That's what we are. We're in Nebraska. We're Wisconsin. That's where we should be. We're at Michigan State. There, I said it. Oh. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I did not say that. Those are your words. I, I said like an eight to ten or eleven win. You know, you have the years that you go eight and four, but then – Traditionally, Michigan would have those years where they won 10 or 11, and that's where Michigan is. Unfortunately, Jared doesn't remember too many of those. <laughs> right, right. That's true. He remembers the five and sevens and stuff like that. But I mean, to me, I think coming into the year, the reason why there were high expectations was the new offensive coordinator who was supposed, you know, preaching speed and space. 
We've got a bunch of wide receivers that are probably going to be playing in the NFL, a senior quarterback coming back, a bunch of experienced offensive linemen. So on paper, we were supposed to be excited, I guess. That, I just, it's, it's the Michigan bump. We were, we were pretty darn stupid. And, and when I'm watching Notre Dame going to Georgia in a night game, kind of like the same name recognition brand, and Brian Kelly not nearly in the headlines as much as Jim Harbaugh is, if Michigan went into that game on Saturday, they probably would have lost by 60 points. And, and Notre Dame just up a good fight. And I guess what I'm saying is, give me Brian Kelly over Jim Harbaugh any day of the week. Yeah, and the other thing I saw in that Notre Dame game, too, I'll give some props out to the Irish, that I'm not sure Michigan has it. Maybe they do, but I haven't seen it yet. Notre Dame looked like, speed-wise, they were keeping up with Georgia pretty well. And I'm not sure Michigan can uh, on, on the speed. Yeah, that's what's crazy, because they were starting to recruit more speed. Right. And, yeah, I... There are times, I guess, that you know they run some plays where the speed is showcased, I guess, but it does just seem like Michigan's always a step behind or something, and that, that was supposed to be fixed this year. So, mm-hmm. But then you trot Ben Mason out there. You know, whatever, Ben Mason, <laughs> very good football player. I'm not taking a knock, but when you're trotting him out <laughs> to try and compete with Wisconsin and Jonathan Taylor, it's kind of like, okay, make, what do you Make doing? a knock. Defensive lineman Ben Mason carrying the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we're recruit can watch that game and say, that would be fun to play there. That would be fun to literally get the ball shoved down our throat for four game, for four, four quarters by Jonathan Taylor and just this offense who can't find, who has two first downs in one half of football. Uh, that was, uh, it's, it was, so, I just, I can't get over how bad that was. Well, I do have to jump, I have to I jump in again, though. I mean, you know, yeah, this is all good podcast stuff, but Jonathan Taylor is one of the best backs in America. Wisconsin, year in and year out, have one of the best offensive lines. There was a lot of question marks going in this season, and, you know, I know you say, oh, it's hard to tell an offensive line. Well, these guys got it done. They, I mean, maybe part of that was Michigan's effort was not there because there were some giant holes that... Taylor was running through, but he's a, he's a legit man. Oh yeah, you he's going to be in New York tell. for the Heisman Trophy ceremony anyway. Right. Whether he wins it or not, who knows? But yeah, he's one of the best in the country. You know, you know, people don't know when an offensive line is good because all offseason, all we heard is how good of an offensive line Michigan's going to. True. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. But here's one quote from Don Brown that I just felt the need to share. <laughs> uh, Don Brown said this during the bye week about Michigan's defense after facing two odd offenses. This is a little different now. We can finally play Michigan defense where we can go back and run our stuff that we, that we run preseason and all spring practice. And quite frankly, I've been writing Wisconsin cards, and I've been kind of woo-hoo because I can whip them out like that because it's all the stuff our guys know and are comfortable with, and we'll jump into it at a high level without question. Yeah, this guy definitely has, like, Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> and who was he saying it to? Was that an that was that an interview with a newspaper? Yeah, that was a, it was a it was an interview. Wow, like a media. All right, well, boys, final thoughts on the Michigan debacle. Anything else? Are you guys gonna uh, like give me like a you told you told us so? Or? Not yet, not yet. Hopefully not. Hopefully we don't have to. Maybe they'll get it together, Jared. I'm optimistic. What you never know. <laughs> ha ha. I'm not. I'm not. not Punning on the season. Oh There's God, still a long way to go. Bigger pitcher losing to Wisconsin doesn't like ruin the season goal. They can still make Indianapolis, and you know they're going to have to obviously improve a lot. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not saying they're going to. I'm saying the goals are still there. All right. All right. We know we're all pretty dissatisfied. I love you, Matt. I mean, you. You stick with your team. That's pretty good. I'm. You know, it. My my biggest thing is I. And I'll finish, I guess, on this. is I can't believe that Harbaugh just forgot how to coach. Right. 
obviously it has not been pretty these first three games. And, you know, he brought in a new offensive coordinator, gave him the keys to the ship, you know, whatever. I, just, I can't believe that he, he just has, like, completely lost control and, like, forgot how to coach. So I got to feel like they're going to turn around. I'm not saying they're going to win, rip off nine straight wins right now, but I, got, I just got, I can't think that he just forgot how to coach. Final thought, Jared? You know, you know what the, uh, the definition of insanity is, Matt? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. That's what you're hoping for with, this, with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. It's, well, he brought in a new offensive coordinator, so that's different. And he's prob- there's a reason that Nick Saban let him go. We've learned from basically what we've seen at Maryland. Mike Loxley did everything that there was to do with that Alabama offense, and Josh Gaddis just rode the coattails and got himself, and Jim Harbaugh fell, fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Fell for that guy who wasn't doing anything at Alabama, and now he's here just ruining this offense. Oh, I got one thought he woke up. He should have woke up with a horse in his head on Sunday <laughs> Well, you know, you, you're, you're saying be gone now, but I don't think it is unrealistic if they don't turn it around. I think, you know, even eight wins. I think Harbaugh comes back. He'll probably be on the hot seat, though. But Gaddis might be sacrificed. We agree on that? If they don't turn the it offense, around. If the offense keeps going like this, and, yeah, say they go eight and four, yeah, it might be a one-year deal with him. <laughs> exactly. And what Jared's points were right there, that could be part of the reason. All right, we're, hey, we're going to talk so, a little. Real quick, he, Gaddis yeah. was on that 2016 Penn State uh, offensive staff was part of that team, that Penn State team that turned around. So hope's not all lost. Okay. He's got the resume there, for sure. All right, we'll try to do a little equal opportunity with some Michigan State talk. We'll get our Spartan insider, Joey Janka, on with us here next. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style, in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated pre-packaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and dripping with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. TheCoronaConnection.com knows it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on all that at Corona at CoronaConnection.com. And speaking of Corona, all parents want to do what's best for their child, right? Well, look no further than the Corona Public Schools, where nearly 40% of the entire student population are school of choice students. Rated the top high school in Shiawassee County by U.S. News and World Report, young or old, it's great to be gold. All right, we broke down the Wolverines as only the three of us can do, but we have our Spartan insider up next, Joe Janka, to talk about the the Spartans. It's kind of ironic, you know, we're, we're in opposite spots about a week apart from each other because I know last week in that Spartan loss to Arizona State, you had to be scratching your head and going, what the hell's going on? But they turned it around and had a pretty impressive win this week, didn't they? 
Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, um, you know, Northwestern seems to be a team that usually gives State some problems, and especially in recent years, it seems like they have their offense for whatever reason. Um, it's found, uh, I don't know if I want to say glitches, but uh, holes in State's defense that's usually able to shut down a lot of other schools. So um, getting out of Evanston with a win and a win uh, you know, by 21 points, I think, was a solid weekend for State. Now, is Northwestern actually any good? Because they did lose to Stanford by 10. <laughs> well, I, I've heard from other sources, other podcasts I listen to, that they have a Heisman candidate quarterback that's a Clemson transfer. Um, but uh, joking, joking, uh, Jared. But, uh, no, I, I mean, I don't think Northwestern's as strong as they maybe were last year. But um, compared to the way State played and they're actually finishing drives against Northwestern, whereas against Arizona State, they're getting in the red zone, missing field goals not finishing drives off. I think it was a, you know, a work or a, a week in the right direction for their offense if you want to say that. Yeah, I definitely think this is a very down year for Northwestern and this isn't taking a shot at Michigan State because like you said, anytime you go into Evanston or really just play Northwestern anywhere, they Pat Fitzgerald usually has his guys ready to go. It's always a tough win. They had beaten Michigan State three straight years. So, I mean, that's a big win for Michigan State. Northwestern's offense is ranked 125 out of 130 in college football, though, so their their offense is not very good at all. But whatever, a, a win is a win, and Michigan State got their offense rolling. So what do you think about Michigan State's offense? Week one, you know, kind of a little iffy. Week two, looked good, putting up a ton of points against Western. Week three, not so good against Arizona State. And then now, what, 31 points against Northwestern. Which version of Michigan State's offense is you know, what we're going to see, in your opinion? The first thing I think we need to see is some consistency. I mean, and, and I, I will say they do look better than they did last year. I'm not saying they're good, and I, I came into the season saying they're going to have a dominant defense. If they can just be average offensively, they'll be in games. you just got to capitalize on your opportunities. And it seems like they're closer to that average offense than they are towards last year's, like, literally third-worst offense in the NCAA. So, but I, I need to see the consistency. I need them to be consistently finishing drives, uh, take, taking advantage of opportunities, and then letting their defense uh, go. You know, and I, I think Indiana is, a, is kind of another step. They're, they're better than Northwestern, and don't get me wrong, they're not a great team. But I've, I think if they can come out again and finish some drives, put up 30 points again, I think these guys will start to get a little bit more confidence and then maybe, maybe have a chance in some of their bigger games later in the year. As a, as a Michigan State fan, did it hurt that Mark D'Antonio had to win his Duffy Doherty beating, winning his coach in Michigan State history game on the road? And do you think that your program is kind of not that great because your previous most winningest coach was named Duffy? <laughs> well, um, honestly, I, I don't think Mark really cared. I, I mean, really, he probably wanted to win it a week prior, um, and obviously that didn't work out um, for us Spartans. But uh, I think Duffy's a pretty cool name. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's, you know, the coolest football name other, but uh, I was just, I'm just hoping that Mark D'Antonio doesn't turn into the late years of Duffy Doherty, which I know this is before my time, but I've heard a lot of stories or rumblings in the Spartan and East Lansing here about how the late years for Duffy Doherty, who's a legendary coach in Michigan history, you know, it was kind of like he was stuck in the past, didn't want to make updates to the program, and I'm just hoping Mark doesn't relive that kind of tarnished past that Duffy had to um, back in the early 70s. Um, Ted might have more experience with that, but uh, I'm just happy he, he is the Say best coach. In- 
Yeah, I, I do remember, and unfortunately for the people here in, in the Owasso area, some of those years were, were when Brad Van Pelt played for the Spartans and Duffy. Well, to be fair, I, I don't know, just hearing you describe that, and I've heard that too about Duffy, is that not some of the criticism that Mark D'Antonio got with some of the quote-unquote changes he made on his coaching staff this offseason? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and candidly, I, I'd be one of the critics as well. I think one of his downfalls is going to be ultimately trusting his I want to say it's like a country club mentality where he's protecting his buddies and he doesn't want to make the hard decisions, which, who knows? I mean, he could still make a run this year. I truly think he can. But I think in the long run, he's got to evolve in real programs that truly, if your goal is to win national titles, not just compete for the Big Ten, but national titles, I think you got to go out and, and pay and get a real offensive mind in the building. I and mean, I, I don't know if Mark's willing to do that, especially since he doesn't want to um, move on from his, I'd say, friends, but coaches that have been around him for a while um, that obviously aren't elite, right? Yeah. Well, Joe Janka, our Spartan insider, and uh, Joe, break it down this way. We're a third of the way into the season. Where do you see the Spartans' strengths? What do they need to do to to improve uh, to try and make that run? Yeah, I just, you know, obviously they got to stay healthy, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think their, their strongest part of their defense is their defensive line and especially their defensive interior with the Panishuk brothers, Raekwon Williams and Kenny Wilkes, and then Joe Bocci behind them. I think their front seven, they're going to be able to uh, stop a lot of teams from you know running the ball at will. Um, and I think their secondary is a little bit better than people even thought, uh, especially with Xavier Henderson and then Josh Butler, a couple guys that don't have as much experience that are filling in for some good Spartans last year and Kyrie Willis and... Uh, um, Justin Lane, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't think we're going to really truly know how good this team is until they go to Columbus in two weeks. So we'll see. But, you know, if they give Ohio State a game, I think this could be a, a great year. But we'll see. And obviously they just need to keep improving on offense, finishing drives. And like I said, they can just stay in the middle of the pack. Like, sixties in the country overall offensively. I think they could win 9-10 games. I really do. Yeah, after this week, they go into a pretty brutal part of their schedule, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, what they go at, at Ohio State, at Wisconsin, home, Penn State, right. Illinois, and then Michigan. So, right, that's, I mean, not saying that that Michigan game right now looks all that tough, but, I mean, that, that's a tough stretch, but that's what Mark D'Antonio has done. I mean, we, we talked about Harbaugh, and everyone's been talking about Harbaugh not being able to beat ranked opponents on the road. You've got at Ohio State, at Wisconsin, and back-to-back weeks, uh, there's a side to me that feels like D'Antonio is going to be able to figure one of those out because that's what he's done his whole career at Michigan State, right? Right. I, I, I have to agree, and I think especially in recent years, probably uh, post you know that Rose Bowl team, they seem like to be a very volatile team. They'll, they'll go out and lose the game to Northwestern and then follow up with it and beat Penn State on the road. So I, I'd have to agree. I mean, I think it's going to be really, really tough to run the table because just Ohio State and Wisconsin look great right now. But I don't think anybody would be shocked if he pulled off one of those two. And then the Michigan game, it's a rivalry. And who knows where either team will be at that point. That's later in the year. But, again, I wouldn't be shocked to see Mark pull out a couple of those wins against teams that might be more talented. But it just seems like throughout his career he's always got one win on the season. That's like, wow, how did they win that game? So we'll see. I I hope they do, obviously. We'll circle it back around to Michigan State. But let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, the floor is yours. Feel free to dance on Michigan's grave. What the hell is going on with them? And how happy were not, you to see that loss? <laughs> I, I'm not dancing on graves yet. I'm not dancing on graves. I, uh, I, you know, 
I'd, I'd be lying to you if I didn't, uh, you know, like watching Harbaugh look disgruntled, like he didn't even know, you know, what to say uh, on the sideline. Or, you know, I, I do think he just is acting a little bit differently this year. I think last year there was a lot more of, like, tantrum-esque. Now he just seems like more, I don't know, mild-mannered in a way, which I don't know if that's playing into this at all. But Whiny. But countless times State's been, um, you know, handed uh, handed themselves on the road before, and they've came back and turned their season around. So I'm not going to, you know, say the season's completely over for Michigan. I, I just think that um, they're missing some guys off that defense last year that um, people were just going to assume they were just going to be able to plug and play and fill. And obviously with giving up 354 yard, rushing yards to Wisconsin, um, you can't replace the Chase Winoviches, the Rashawn Garys, the Devin Bushes of the world as easily as they thought. And I think um, the, the lack of depth of their defensive interior is going to really hurt them, you know, until they get either healthy or figure out something because obviously throwing Ben Mason out there isn't getting it done. Um, but I, I think everybody would say if they had that same defense from last year even to Wisconsin, they would have had a much better shot because they weren't giving up 300 rushing yards. Heck, they might have not given up 100. But we'll see. I'm not going to throw in the towel on either of the teams yet. Um, but it, I, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say it was it was fun watching that Michigan game this weekend. <laughs> as a Spartan guy, too, are you uh, are you thinking Michigan keep Harbaugh as long as you want him? I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I really wouldn't. I, I do think their program's in a better spot right now than it was, obviously, with Hoke and uh, Rich Rod, obviously. I, I just, I mean, I could ran about this uh, for a long time, but really, if you go through the history of Michigan football, like even back to the Bo days, I mean, he's not that far off to Bo Schembechler days at Michigan. I mean, uh, you know, back when it was the big two and the little eight, I mean, really, he's just not beating Ohio State, but he's really one game a year every year from being exactly what Bo was. I mean, back in the 80s and even the seven or some of the 70s, Bo was winning a lot of games, and he was consistently or I wouldn't say consistently, but beating Bo a lot, or Ohio State a lot, but he wasn't winning national titles. Right. Really, they, these Michigan teams are one win away from doing exactly that, competing for the Big Ten, beating Ohio State, and they still probably aren't Alabama or Clemson, but they're one game away from being, you know, that second tier, if that makes sense. Hey, you know what? Maybe these guys, maybe Ted and Jared, hearing it from a different voice, they'll actually believe me. I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks. And, you know, maybe hearing it from you, they'll actually put some merit into it. Well, it didn't take so, you so long to jump on that. that. Bo Schembechler is rolling over in his grave after watching that Wisconsin game. You can, <laughs> nothing would ever convince me otherwise. He's rolling over. And, and I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to take that as, like, a negative shot at, like, oh, it's just Michigan has had really one national title since 1948. I mean, it's not like they were Alabama in the 80s. And really, really, the knock is that they've had a half of a national championship since 1948 because they, they, right. they were co-national champions in '97. So, I mean, that, that's what I've said before. As, as big of a Michigan fan as I am, sometimes you, Michigan fans, yes, they're the all-time winningest program. They've got the big house, you know. They've got all this stuff going for them. They've got the winged helmet that everyone, you know, they talk about the storied program in Michigan. But right, sometimes you got to take a step back and be like you just said. Traditionally, they've been an eight to ten win program, and that's where Harbaugh has them. Just has to get over the Ohio State home. Absolutely, like I said earlier, you got to beat Michigan State at least half the time, and you for sure have to figure out a way to beat Ohio State half the time. I think Justin Fields at Ohio State, uh, the fact that uh, you know with Haskins he was much more of a passer, and JT Barrett he was much more of a runner. I think with Fields there, they might have found their ideal quarterback because the dude can do both. 
And I know Ohio State traditionally it always smokes teams earlier in the year, but that Cincinnati team that they just completely smacked, that was not a bad Cincinnati team. And I, I just that I'm, that game, I, I don't know how anybody's going to beat them candidly, other than Clemson or the Alabamas of the world. That that's a legit Ohio State team. So this year it might be tough. No, I mean, Cincinnati's defense is ranked number 18 in the country, and Ohio State made them look like a JV team. So, yeah, right right now, anyway, I'm, I'm honestly really curious to see what your boys do against Ohio State because that's going to be obviously their first real legit big conference test against Antonio. So, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see what the Spartans do against Ohio State. Yeah, I'll be hoping, but I, I, so other than, well, Herbert Meyer's gone, but... I think if you're going to bet on one coach in the Big Ten to have that surprise victory that nobody's calling and comes from left field, I think D'Antonio would be the guy I'd pick, right? And of the Big Ten coaches, at least. It'd be hard not to. Right. So uh, we'll see. But right now, I think, especially Arizona State, I, I'm not getting ahead of myself. we got to beat Indiana first. And Indiana, you know, speaking of Ohio State, spanked them, but that doesn't mean Indiana can't come in here and give us a game. I mean, State's got to finish drive and win this week, and then we'll focus on Ohio State. All right, any other questions for our Spartan guy, Joe Janka? Yeah, just one more from me. Um, if Michigan State and Michigan play tomorrow, how do you see the game going? I think it'd be really, really ugly, and it would come down to like a last-second field goal or something of that nature. I think uh, and, and right now one thing State has done well, and I'll give Lewerke credit, is they haven't turned the ball over, and Michigan obviously has. So I feel like if they play tomorrow, Michigan might have a turnover or two that State and State would capitalize off that mistake, and it would be, but still a close game. But I think right now State hasn't made as many mistakes as Michigan has. So if they play tomorrow, I, I could foresee a close game. But Michigan would do something to hurt themselves, and State would win. Are you trying to take a, a trouble with the snapshot at Michigan right now? <laughs> you trying to bring oh, that back up? I'm more, I'm more. They put their defensive tackle in at fullback <laughs> inside the twenty. <laughs> he hasn't carried the ball in a year. <laughs> you know, oh, you didn't know we run the Madden offense is the new offense about to take over college football. That's right. Hey, we we got to set the record straight here periodically too. And I know uh, Jared, didn't you didn't you say on this podcast that for sure Spartans were going to lose to Northwestern? No, if you remember right, I said uh, between Arizona State and Northwestern game, I would not be surprised if they lost both of them, but for sure they were going to lose one of them. Okay. So nice try to try and put words in my mouth. All right. All right. I just wanted to double check. And they did. Okay. All right. Hey, Joe, uh, real good stuff there, man. We we always like to get at least the other side of the coin. Most people know we're, we're pretty pro-Michigan, so it's good to hear a Spartan and get it broke down uh, the way it needs to be. So thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, look forward to catching up with you guys in the future, and go green. All right. That's our Spartan Insider, Joe Janka, and we'll be back and talk a little Lions football right after this. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings, gooey cheese, and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. 
so your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for information on their great upcoming auctions. The auction house is packed with all kinds of great items. Stay up to date by checking their website at SheridanAuctionService.com. Sign up for email notifications or call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL for other details. And also, Rivals Tap House and Grill. That is our official sports bar. They were a big part of the Corona Hall of Fame weekend last weekend. And uh, every Thursday night, still bike night as the weather is still pretty decent out there. And don't forget the first of the month party, $5 burgers and chicken sandwich baskets and dollar bottled beer. Awesome food and drink specials. That's Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. All right, guys, uh, you know, I don't know if I am back on the Kool-Aid, but uh, I got the packet out of the cupboard. I haven't ripped it open yet, but uh, unbelievably, the Lions are finding ways to win. It's, it's hilarious how when you th- that just shows like a generational gap. When you think of Kool-Aid, you think of like the <laughs> the mix. I think of just like a juice pouch. Okay, yeah, because I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you don't know what a juice pouch is? Is that a Kool-Aid juice like pouch? A, like a Capri Sun? Oh, that's not Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's <laughs> a brand. I know, but there's Kool-Aid juice pouch. Uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, All right. Maybe that's just the millennials where we don't like to make like make our own food. We just have to buy it prepackaged. No, I get it. I get it. It's just uh, not Kool-Aid. The Lions... Lions look pretty good. I mean, we're going to find out for real like what they are against the Kansas City Chiefs next week. But my biggest takeaway, have you ever seen a team drop more passes than the Philadelphia Eagles did? <laughs> no, it was pretty I bad. Mean, it was kinda, and they still put up 24 points. So that makes me nervous going into next week knowing that they put it, still put up 24 points, dropping a million balls. And now we got to go against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And Slay's like, up on a 40. Yeah, Slay's injured too, right? It's, uh, you know, it's 50-50 if he's playing. Yeah, yeah. If Slay doesn't play against Patrick Mahomes, that that could get ugly quick. But you know, yeah, we talked about it last week that the Chargers kind of gave the game away in, in a sense that the Lions usually do. Yeah, Lions so right to your point, Jared, it seems like the Eagles kind of lioned that game away, you know, with all the drops and everything. But what it comes down to is they're two zero and one. You know, you got to throw that tie in. And I, I've told people before, like, I work with a bunch of Eagles fans, and they were like, yeah, we gave that game away or whatever. I'm like, hey, man, I'm a Lions fan. I will take any win <laughs> we can get. I'm not sitting here buying Super Bowl tickets and, you know, getting excited like that. But any time the Lions can pick up a W, I will take it. A road win in Philly, no less. I mean, yeah, exactly. the receivers were banged up. That's part of the reason they had drops, because they had their backups in there, for God's sakes. But, but still... You got to take it, man. And I will say this also: what I've what I've noticed in the Lions, at least to this point, even though they gave up 24 points, I thought their defense played pretty solid, and they came up pretty big down the stretch. Their defense yeah. played well, and I saw some stats that, like statistically or whatever, because of completion percentage and stuff like that, their secondary is ranked like up at the top of the league. So their secondary is playing well again. They're going up against the Chiefs this weekend, so we'll really yeah. see what they're all about, especially if Slay doesn't play. But, right, I, I mean, I think the defense is playing well. 
they're putting pressure on the quarterback, and you know they played a couple pretty good offenses already. So, I mean, the offense hasn't done like hasn't like blown it up or whatever. Stafford's playing pretty well, so I guess it's kind of like hard to not get too excited because the Lions are one of the remaining undefeated teams left in the league. But you know, I can't get too excited yet. I guess I would have loved to watch this game a lot closer than I did, but while I was watching it at home, you know, I was home for the golf outing, and all my brothers wanted to do was watch Netflix during the game. Oh. So they kept trying, kept arguing with me and my dad, you know, we want to watch Netflix. What happened to America? <laughs> like, what's your hypothesis there, Ted? What's going on here? That's got to be a millennial thing. I don't know. I mean, maybe they don't like the Lions like we do, but I can't even imagine. I schedule my weekends around Michigan football and Lions football. No matter how bad or good they are, I'm watching the Lions. Netflix, you can watch anytime. I haven't stopped shaking my head since I heard what you just said, Jared. <laughs> you said your brothers Come wanted on. to watch Netflix during the Lions? Yeah, yes, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. And oh. I love that show, but uh, it's like, just let that, me yeah, watch my that, football. Yeah, that, I mean, once maybe all this con- concussion CTE stuff is really <laughs> starting to change the game. People are wanting to watch Anthony Bourdain instead of the Lions. A, a guy that it's had that. some serious problems and killed himself. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it just shows you where is football going to be in 30 years. I mean, we got guys like Ted who literally create their own personal, like, weekend schedule, which is basically just the Michigan, Michigan State, and Detroit Lion like, football schedule. And that's, like, what his schedule looks like for, for the whole football season. Yeah, there's probably not many around like me anymore, is there? No. Well, like Matt said, their, their, their stats right now are right up there, and I guess we're going to learn against Kansas City. Now, I will say this. If they somehow beat Kansas City, it is a home game. If they can shut Mahomes down or just win by a point, I don't care. I'm going out to my nearest store and buy me a juice box. I'm going to do it right then. (laughs) Remember, I I hate to do this to you, Ted, because I would love to see you go get a a Kool-Aid juice box if they beat beat the Chiefs. But the Lions did beat the Patriots at home last year. Yes, they did. So. Uh, they they were 0-2, though, when they beat the Patriots, so that was a little different. But, now, if they shut Mahomes down, because everyone's acting like Mahomes is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, basically, and him yeah, does it. Yes. absolutely ridiculous. But if they can somehow win that game against the Chiefs, then it might be time to start saying maybe this team is finally going to win a playoff game or something. I don't know. Again, the Kool-Aid is not, not out yet. They, you know, they could get drilled by Kansas City at home and go on a losing streak, but... There's some, there's just something I'm starting to see on this team a little bit that they're they're believing in each other, you know, and they've they've kind of simplified things a little bit, and uh, I don't know, I'm I'm feeling right now, obviously after that win last week, as ugly as it was, it was a win, and feeling a little bit a little bit more optimistic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recall something here. After the tie against Arizona, you you and uh, Jared were kind of ripping me, and you guys were saying you're already punting on the Lions. Oh, I know. I've, you're bringing really the punt back or what? Well, the punt, I'm not bringing the punt back yet, but <laughs> I'm not quite as hardcore. I have to admit that. You, you got me there, and I knew that was going to come back <laughs> if they went on any kind of win streak. <laughs> it, you know, it all depends on when we record this darn thing. You know, if, if we did it Sunday night after that debacle, you know how it was going to be. Here we are Wednesday night recording this. Get a little time to, to kind of mellow out just a bit. Yeah. Talk, Matt, talk about having um, – hey, you knew when to capitalize on that, like th- three weeks out. You got us because yep. you know in like five weeks you're going you're gonna to be 
the Lions are going to be three and five, and you're going to be like, these guys, these guys were right. <laughs> oh yeah, so, I, I wasn't going to wait till midseason when lap. they're yeah, like you said, three and six or three and seven. You got to get your I'm shots wait in right now. They're they're undefeated. Yeah, you got to get your shots in when you can on this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, let's call it a pod. That'll do it for now. Everybody out there listening, subscribe. Rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all the others. Follow and comment to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 3Point Pod. Make sure you support our 3Point Podcast partners, Main Street Pizza, Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana and Chromec Engineering. And definitely make sure you check out our friends at Sports Radio Detroit for their great variety of programming. By the way, I saw a post by them today. They're already throwing out candidates to replace Harbaugh. Yeah, a little too soon. Also, uh, check out the great variety of programming on Z92.5, The Castle, another one of our partners. This has been a three-point podcast production with special thanks to Sportsnet Michigan and WJSZ Radio. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Three Point Podcast. And now. All the music I want to hear. Dishes New Low Throck, Vernon, Maple Rapids, Ovid, Ithaca, Harrington, and a little bitty piece of Lexic. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. It's awesome, yeah. C925, The Castle.